Welcome everyone to the latest edition of Sticks and Kicks. Super Bowl reactions, a stadium starting to rise, the Yotes going punch for punch with the NHL's best, the Suns who destroyed the word quit, and so much more begins right now. I am your host, Danny Orona, and with me is my roundtable of sports degenerates to entertain you for the next couple hours. Gentlemen, please introduce yourselves, starting with the man to my left right now, Mr. Trey. Hey, what's going on? Man, that was Bring the fire, bring the energy, you bring yeah. the excitement. I almost dropped, man, I almost jumped through that window right now. Yeah. All that, man, was great, Danny. I am here to talk about sports, trying to go ahead and match that energy. Kenny, what do you feel about that entrance, man? Yeah, man, I, I was just thinking of, like, poor Zenia. She has to hear him, like, recite that in the shower. <laughs> and, like, you know, she's probably like, dude, stop. Like, I can't. But no, that was amazing. All week probably, long. Probably your best one yet. Yeah, yeah, that was probably your best one yet. So I'm happy to be here. I'm ready to talk to sports. That's awesome. Good to have you guys. Good to have you guys. And, uh, of course, it's been – we are seven days removed from the Super Bowl. Uh, well, just about seven days, a good week. And – uh, really, a lackluster, lackluster. We'll get into details a little bit later, but uh, I definitely think that uh, we enjoyed our Super Bowl week a lot more than just the Super Bowl game itself, in my opinion. But one thing I do want to start with is with our Arizona Coyotes, who last time that the three of us talked, we talked about we had a couple more games coming up against the Blues, and if they would have split those, we'd be fine with it. And uh, Kenny, mm-hmm. you said yourself you found it very, very hard in your mind that they would actually beat, uh, sweep the Blues in these last two games we were supposed to uh, play against them. Through yeah. acts of destiny, through acts of God, whatever happens, they uh, the the gods decided to put these two again for a couple more games oh, down you guys line. are linked at the hip at this point. So right? now we, yeah. we, we <laughs> had just finished game six of what will be a seven game in a row against one of the greatest in the NHL. And I think it's really shown the Coyotes grit, the Coyotes ability to step up. And uh, yeah. the, with these last few games, I mean, we went, what, three in a row against them? Yeah, won three in a row against them. They, they really took me by surprise. And uh, I like that. I mean, I think I'm just so conditioned. Uh, to the previous teams that the Coyotes had, um, you know they uh, it, this year's just different. You know this team's different. I know we talk about that every every time, but they have more grit. They they have more you know fight in them and and the no quit attitude. And just one one stat that stands out in particular is the fact that we already have multiple six on five goals. Like you know uh, when we're when we're down late in the game, we've we've had some you know six on five goals this season, and just that that show that we're we're not ready to give up and just call it quit, call it quit. Uh, the seasons before we, I don't think we had a like one goal six on five. Uh, in, the, in like the previous two seasons. And this year we already have two. Uh, and we almost had another one last night. So um, it's, it, it's, it just shows again that they're, they're not willing to just turn to the other cheek. They're not willing to just roll over when, you know, when the game gets tough. And, and yeah, it's been, it's been pretty much a playoff series, right? I mean, seven game series against the Blues. Um, and we won three in a row against them, um, which is really rad. Um, which, did not by the expect way, if, that. if it was a seven game series, best of seven, I, I believe we would have already won the series, right? Um, we would have eliminated. Think, we, we got, because we had one win against them and then these three in a row wins. Maybe you're right. Maybe my mind's my, my escaping me. I thought we just had the three wins against them. 
Oh, we took one from them. Yeah, no, you guys stole one at, yeah. in the first two games. Yeah, I think. Uh, oh yeah, that, yeah, yeah. You, you lose one and then one one, right? Yep. So yeah, like, yeah. and then that's one of the things. Like, if we just keep going, if we complete, continue so to split. So then, technically, technically though, it, it might be four in a row against the Blues. No, it wasn't four in a that row. Was that, in that, row? That, it wasn't. No. Okay, so then it was one win, one loss, and then three. And in then row. we got these three. Yeah. Ah. I, I'm, yeah. I'm glad you brought up that that game last night because if you just look at the at the score itself. Um, you would think that the Coyotes got blown out, but it was actually a very close game. Hard fought. Uh, came down to the wire. It wasn't until the third period where the uh, where the Blues got their second goal. And, uh, of course, in the last few uh, last few minutes of the game, last couple of minutes, like you said, going six on five, they managed to snatch up two empty net goals. Uh, goals, of course, whether whether goalies there or not, it's worth a point. And uh, that, that's what did it for the, for the Coyotes. But uh, that's definitely something that I want to – uh, stress because we do have a lot of listeners who get uh, a lot of their their information just by watching scores right they go oh uh, the blues blew out the coyotes four to one and and uh, i don't want them to misinterpret that score you know the coyotes yeah. they made it close they almost tied up the game before the the blues scored their third goal that was almost the game time goal at the end right there with the coyotes and i i'm just i am loving the fire that they got underneath them right now uh we got our captain back so i mean that uh that that helped us out. I know it's, it sounds weird to say after we lost four to one, but I mean, just having them back on the ice. What does that do to the uh, confidence of the players, Kenny? I mean, it does wonders. I mean, it, Oliver Ekman Larson, say what you will about him. In fact, I you know he had a he had a, a tumultuous last year, uh, just with the trade no, rumors and just uh, underperforming play. But this year, he kind of came out hot. I think uh, the game he got injured, he had three assists in. Um, you know, and he, he looked good. He looked more confident. He looked uh, it looked like he was ready to roll and lead this team. And uh, the players love him. And that's that's something that uh, that's underrated. I think it's an intangible that uh, fans don't get to see very often. So uh, when you got when you got somebody back there that you trust and, and someone that you like on your on your on your blue line, then uh, makes the game a little bit easier for you. So I think yeah, I think it's a welcome addition. Um, I'd like to see this team fully healthy what we can do um but yeah it's you know a step in the right direction for sure i agree with you too by the way i, I think that the the score was not indicative of of how the coyotes played um i, I one of my first games that i couldn't watch fully just because i was for you know valentine's day so i was in and out but um saw that the, sh- the shots were relatively even uh there was a lot of grit to the game uh, there was goals called back on both sides that could have changed the uh, momentum of the game, and the Coyotes stayed uh, stayed with them the entire time. The, those last two empty net goals, you know, that, you know, that's crapshoot. You know, it's going to happen. So, All right, so uh, I wasn't able to uh, catch the games, unfortunately, the last couple games. Um, mm-hmm. And then they did miss those two games that were canceled. You know, with the Avalanche, but. Um, we talked last week about wanting a certain uh, line. Talked about mm-hmm. the, the, the three-man line that we were asking for. Were we able mm-hmm. to get that line, and how successful was it? Yeah, I mean, it's been it's been together for what now? Like so they games, kept it then, so that is, that's our first yeah. line now? Yeah, I would say so. I mean, they look pretty dominant out there. I think that the, anytime that they're on the ice, there's a there's a sincere chance that they're gonna they're gonna either gonna draw a penalty uh, just from their intense forechecking power, or they're gonna they're gonna score score a goal or come close to it. I mean, they're they're a very exciting uh, team to watch. So I'm sorry, a line to watch. So 
yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of relieving to finally have a first one because it's never really happened <laughs> in the Coyotes' history or recent history. Uh, speaking of lines, the goal that did get scored, the one goal for the Coyotes last night, it was the first from the fourth line, as I understand it. Yeah, I, I'm, it's, you know, honestly, a good point because I feel like at one point Tyler Pitlick was on the fourth line that he scored, um, but. Uh, but yeah, he was actually on the short. Yeah, that was shorthanded. So yeah, that wouldn't have been a fourth line. So yeah, that could have been the actual first goal from the fourth line last night. And speaking of the person who scored that goal, uh, Mr. Lars, Big Daddy Lars, uh, Johan Larson, uh, he uh, uh, he's he's shown some uh, some grit and uh, feistiness already. I mean, he's been in a scrap already this year, and. Uh, uh, that's another team. Or another thing that's different about this team: we never used to fight. We've already had like I think three um, since the season started. And let's um, keep going. Exactly right, and we kind of we kind of predicted that. You know, when we when we saw this team get put together, we we knew it was going to be a harder team to play against. But uh, Johan Larson um, had an unfortunate hit. It didn't look intentional at all. Uh, but Johan Larson is a repeat offender. He has been suspended in the past um, for a similar similar play. Um, but Johan Larson caught somebody coming up the ice and looked like he was going shoulder to shoulder. But the uh, the Blues player um, ended up ducking his head, and it went it, it went directly into Johan Larson's shoulder. So it didn't look like. Didn't look like Johan Larson was aiming for the head, but um, just due to the you know un- unfortunate events, uh, you know, and the lack of, I guess you could say discipline, even though you're you're going at 110 miles per hour in your head, so you, it's hard to pull up. Um, he he is uh, it just announced that uh, he is going to be suspended two games for the hit because he is a repeat offender. Ah. So. That's always that's always a tough one to lose right there, and you know that. But that the way you explained it uh, reminds me of in soccer where uh, we there's the rule, of course, that you can't put your cleats all the way up. You know, you protect the head. You know, not 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 too many of those high kicks. Uh, but there's this gray area where the ball is around your waist area, so that's not too high to put up your cleats. But some players will still duck their heads to try to head the ball forward, and that's when foot meets the head, and it's like okay. He, I don't. I don't consider plays like that to be too uh, like intentionally dangerous because you're going for the ball and it's weight. You should be able to lift your leg above your waist. It's the aftermath of the fact. Though, well, yeah, right? but I mean, but no, no, but you're I, the one I, putting I, I, your I, head I, in the I, way. It's clean though, right? It, I, it, but because of what happened to the play, I know. I, I, I'm with you. I'm just trying to. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm just trying to like make like this is why it is the way it is. All right. So, so. so but I agree with right, you. No, I agree with you. Okay. This should just um. Kind of because uh, my example would be uh you know the the quarterback you know when when he's when oh when they say he's a runner yeah it's just like you know, or when they what was it that fake slide that yeah that, that was when they when they uh yeah when they fake it or when the, they fake that slide, gets you know me what? so mad yeah, and then you hey you know what you made yourself available it's yeah clean hit that clean should hit. and it should be it it's should be hit, yeah man. it's clean hit so no it, I understand why and then what he what he was talking about is being out of control. Is I mean you know sometimes uh yeah no sometimes you just you just get out of, you you need to be able to control yourself you need to be able to how fast you're going and uh, sometimes you can't just stop and momentum it happens yeah. man yeah it was, I think it was just a you know a series of un, unfortunate events that that played a part in it I mean it looked like he was 
again, it looked like he was going for a shoulder-to-shoulder check. And then, you know, the St. Louis Blues player kind of made a small degree turn and, and ended up, you know, making contact with uh, Johan Larson's shoulder. But at that point, I mean, it, you you would hope that Johan Larson could back off a little bit. But, again, you're, you're moving but so fast. Speed, your brain's moving yeah. so fast. Yeah, exactly. So, again, I don't think it's intentional. I don't think anybody sees Johan Larson as a dirty player. It just, you know, and it ended up, ended up being an unintentional dirty play. So, uh, all good. You know, it's only two games and, uh, you know, we've got some nice depth at center. So, uh, we should, we could potentially see a couple, uh, line changes. Dvorak, for the next couple Patrick, games. next game. Ah, so yeah. in, in, hey. uh, in this, in this moment, I feel comfortable saying this on air. Uh-huh. If my, if my favorite player kills someone on the football field <laughs> legally, I'm okay with that. I'm okay. Nobody wants a dirty player. Nobody wants a dirty hit. But, I mean, at at what point do we admit to ourselves, bro, that shit's dangerous. That's why I don't play. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, mean, at what point do we admit to ourselves that's that's what, I mean, and let's protect them, yes. But, I mean, dude, you're making a bunch of fucking money you gotta take some yeah. risk at some point and and and, and that's what and that's what i mean there's a lot of rules that protect them there's a lot of changes that are made to try to keep that in mind and this may sound weird to say but sometimes it is just part of the game it is a result of the game and not just football i mean you how many times have we seen it with boxers how many times have we seen them i mean we've seen soccer players literally die on the field and uh you know all all of this so definitely uh not something that you root for but it, unfortunately, it's just something that happens. Yeah, exactly, and that's what I'm saying. I'm pretty sure he didn't do it on purpose, you know, with 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 the hit. But uh, yeah, no, I mean, all right. So and uh, so moving on to a more cheerful subject is, bro, how much has uh, Kelly stepped up? Keller, I'm sorry, stepped up lately. He was the uh, architect of that yeah. final goal. That final what point six point seven. Say, uh, uh, seconds left on the clock goal to yeah. to save that game to literally steal that win from the Blues. Yeah, you know it's so fucking fun to watch this team this year because like that's something that doesn't happen often, but it's happened twice in like eleven games for us. I remember the Bill Kessel uh, goal with I think like the two seconds left. Yeah, uh, to tie the game. Yeah, and then. Keller, um, the, Keller had a chip on his shoulder, right? And uh, naturally, so I mean, Keller's from St. Louis. He grew up watching St. Louis Blues, um, so he always likes to turn it up a little bit while he's there. I mean, who wouldn't? Um, but he he was actually called out by Rick Tockett um, a couple games prior to that, um, and he was actually playing fourth line minutes um, the the following game after he got called out. So. Rick Tockett was trying to send a message. Rick Tockett has been a believer in in Keller since, you know, Tockett took over this team. He said he's got swagger and, you know, just the ability to make plays out of nowhere. But um, so it was, I, I think um, Keller's playing with a little bit more edge. Um, he uh, he got caught kind of floating in one game. And it, I think, you know, him being demoted to the fourth line woke him up um, and being called out publicly. I'm, I'm sure Keller's not used to that. So, um, I really liked how Keller has responded those last few games. And, you know, the funny part is about that game 
where he where he tied it with 0.2 seconds or 0.6 seconds to go was uh, he took a penalty uh, in the last couple minutes of the game that looked like it sealed our fate. And uh, you could tell that Rick Tockett was upset. It, it wasn't a very it wasn't a very strong call by the official. I don't think. I think it's just like, hey, Rubin's racing. Let him go. You know, there's. It's a team that's trying to fight back and, and, and score a late goal to tie the game, you know, and all of a sudden you're going to call kind of a soft-ass penalty. Um, but it is what it is. I mean, Keller had to be more disciplined. <laughs> uh, but then, you know, the, the Blues, uh, they, they took the penalty, and so it was four on four. And um, all of a sudden, you know, our, our penalty expires, and you see Keller just fly out of the box like a bat out of hell. Like, I've never seen – like – it was like a, you know. He needed to redeem it, himself for that. Yeah. He, he was just like fucking, you know, he, he had like a shot of adrenaline. All of a sudden just fucking, again, just got shot out of the cannon. And you just see him just drive to the net. I think he went head over, uh, ass of a tea kettle, uh, trying to score a goal. All right, well, um, we actually and, have the uh, sound clip. Let's go ahead and take a listen to this right here yeah. for, that, for, that, uh, for that game that we're talking about. I know how to work this, guys. I may not know how to work this guy. First time in NHL history that a team has played them uh, each other seven games in a row in a regular season. So uh, kind of cool to be part of that little nugget there. Um, but another little fun fact tonight is uh, all all you Coyotes fans, um, you know, again, this episode is going to be released in a couple of days, but uh, all you Coyotes fans that are going to be watching tonight are going to see the debut of the reverse retro jerseys the, yes, the, purple, the purple and orange jerseys so um you know kind of kind of paying you know quote-unquote homage to uh to the the sons you know they got they got another purple and orange the valley in the valley jersey, tonight. Which yeah. you guys can't see but jeremy's rocking right now as the uh phoenix suns are playing the sixers as we speak you know, gotta yeah. go ahead and represent for uh, yeah, no, my favorite team, and no, that's a great jersey. So, uh, is it official? They do play tonight. Yeah, they play tonight. At All 6 right. PM. So, unfortunately, they went ahead and lost last night. It was a terrible loss. Um, you know, I know, I know, we talked about it. They, um, it wasn't until late they went ahead and gave up those goals. But you know, the score was four-one loss. What do they got to do to go ahead and bounce back? I think that they played a, uh, you know, they played a great series against St. Louis. So I would say not, don't change too much. Don't try to, don't dwell on last night's game because it's yep. still a far, uh, hard fought game. Just keep doing, and, it. Keep doing yeah. what won you three in a row. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, so, I, but, I agree. I believe you guys are up. up on them on uh, what is it five one now or four? Is it four two? So so in the series, uh, I did confirm. Yeah, so it was four two. No, I did confirm. It's three two. We're up on them. So we did only win. So St. Louis beat us first, and then we won three games in a row, and then St. Louis won last night. So it's three two. I, I did well, look didn't at the schedule. Did you guys play six games though? Yeah, I thought the Matt ma- doesn't six game and the, the uh, doesn't add up. This is going to be the seventh game coming up tonight. No, no, we got two more games. We got tonight and then Monday against the Blues. Oh, okay, so that's why we're off. Ah, all right, yeah. there you go. We are off. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen. So we we have not won the series yet. Yeah. Ah. Sticks and kicks where we don't know how to count. Thank you for joining us. Yeah. All right. So if we went if we win tonight, then that would be a hey, a playoff win. That you would know? seal it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, what you're saying yeah, yeah. is tonight 
championship winner, do or die. <laughs> right, so, exactly. Let's go on with that mentality. That's what yeah. should look at it. <laughs> All right, so yeah. uh, last thing here on the Coyotes is uh, they got, they're finishing up the, these games against the, uh, against the Blues, and then the, coming up this week, they got the Kings on Thursday and Saturday. Yep. So mm-hmm. I don't want to shit on the LA Kings, Kings, but they're not a good hockey team. They're actually last in the division at the moment. So, yeah, so go, going from playing the best to playing what is considered the worst, Kenny, should we see that reflected in the score? Scares the fuck out of me. I I know, and I know that. I know that feeling. Trap game. Yes. Yeah. But, like, you have to yeah. go with the mentality that you need to wreck these guys. You, I think you have to. But, yeah. but do you do you underestimate them? Yeah, that, that's, Dude, that, that's, that's, that's kind of what that mentality is, though. But, that mentality is that we're going to go in there and destroy them. That's kind of right, well, underestimating Okay, mentality. well, let me let me talk to you about underestimating because we just come off. Win or lose tonight, we, we've had a great series, and we're doing a lot better against the Blues. So if yeah. you want to consider yourself a winning team, then you need to put that pressure on yourself to beat teams that you should beat. Yeah. So I don't think, yeah, yes, I get it. It's a trap king. The king, king's got nothing to lose. If they lose, whatever, they, they're used to it. If they win, they just knocked off the Coyotes who just knocked off the Blues. And so, like, it's it's a win-win for them. No, because you're acting, yeah. you're talking like the Coyotes are already there. That Coyotes well, how do you aren't get winners. There? They're you, still trying to establish But you need themselves. to have your mentality of a winner if you're going to be there. This is this is true. That, that's why they're, they're not there yet. They haven't earned that in the league. But, but a, they haven't earned it in the league. You said it yourself. Yes, I, I know. They have okay. not earned it in the so league. So you don't expect to, to, to a team like this who's doing so well for that to transfer onto the next game? You as like, if put yourself in a player's mentality here, you have to know you need to wreck these guys. Let's be honest. Yeah. In, in, in the Valley... We're not used to it. <laughs> <laughs> it just doesn't happen. It doesn't right. happen with All anything. the teams in the Valley right now are fighting for their position. And it's looking good for the Valley. But yes. you can't just expect, oh, this is who we are. We're going to beat them. You guys have yeah. not arrived there yet. And that, that's, right. that's my opinion. You guys have not ar- arrived at that point to say that this is who we are and we are expected to beat these guys yet. You have yeah. not been that consistent. Neither ha- neither has translated because this is what I know. The Suns, same way, same way. We're we're fighting. We're fighting to be looked at that and way. You know we're what? fighting to establish that way, but we're not there yet. And uh, I'm gonna continue this in a while with you, ah, specifically on that. <laughs> off air is gonna be bad. Ah. <laughs> Set up this camera up here real quick. Um, all right, but but Kenny, straight yeah. up. With the way that you know this team, mm-hmm. we need to sweep these two games against the Kings we coming up. Ag- agreed. And the reason why I said it scares the fuck out of me is just like we, we talk about this ad nauseum on, on previous episodes, but it is just a trend in the Valley uh, for, for the teams to play down to their competition when they could have just, when they just beat, you know, a powerhouse and then their next game they, they go and get embarrassed by a, a cellar dweller. Oh, your tangent, and, uh, I believe two episodes ago about that was yeah. fantastic. I loved every second of it, man, on how you broke down every from football to hockey. They all just whoop, you know, the best team. And then when it comes to the worst team, they'll go on yeah. like a two-game lose. Yeah. Just every every single facet of a of Arizona sports does that, man. Yeah, man, and it's and it's you know it's it's nutty to me, and we don't we don't have an answer for it, but. Um, I think mental toughness is really what it comes down to. And uh, you, to answer your question, Danny, I think 
then I have more confidence in them to to uh, to beat the the Kings this year than I did last year because we we did see that last year. I think we 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 won a a game against Tampa, who was the you know eventual Cup winners that year. Uh, handedly, I think we beat them like seven to two, and then we had a couple games coming up against the LA Kings, who were again another stellar dweller team. And we got and we got mopped by them, and it's just it was just like mental toughness. So I think the Coyotes have learned from that. And again, you know, uh, I think this is a different team. We're you know we're tougher to play against. We're real motherfuckers out there on the ice. I think, and that's that's really that's really cool to cool to see nowadays. Um, especially you know being a being a Coyotes fan for so long, it, it, we just look easy to play against. So uh, I agree. I think we 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 can and we should beat the Kings. Um, you know, sweep the Kings. I, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw a one-on-one split. You know, I'm going back to my going back to my roots there when I say another one-on-one split. Uh, but yeah, I think absolutely we should we should be able to handle those guys no problem. I actually agree with that. I think a one-one split. I mean, yes, um, obviously you want to go for the for the for the two for the two wins, but I think a one-one split is uh, is is ideal. All right, and yeah. uh, I know I said this a few minutes ago, but actual last question about the Coyotes here. Otherwise, we'll definitely be going on all night here. But um, we knew what we had in the team going in, and we knew how people looked at us in the schedule. After this series mm-hmm. against the Blues, do you think teams that are coming up are looking at themselves when they're watching film and, like, now they have a big question mark next to Coyotes? Like, hey, we got to pay yeah. attention to these guys. Yeah, I, I, I really do. Um, and the, the cool part about it is Craig Berube, um, the St. Louis head coach, um, and Rick Tockett are actually really, really good friends, former teammates, really kind of similar players in their career. And uh, Craig Berube was asked about the Coyotes, and he's like, I don't know why everybody keeps doubting this team. They're a tough team to play against. They have been a tough team to play against the last couple of years, um, and they're even tougher this year. So he, he was very candid about that. And I think a lot of teams are going to look at the Coyotes like that. I mean, our record's not bad. You know, we're 6-6-1. Six, six, and one. Um, that's, you know, and we're, we're right in the thick of things. Um, just, yep. a, you know, when, when away, we'll be in a playoff spot. So if we win tonight, we'll be in a playoff spot. Right. And so it's just, again, it's a, it is a kind of a big question mark. And I do think that the, the Coyotes have become a more known team to be, you know, uh, be cautious of weary of because we, we have been uh, tougher to play against. And, uh, you know, we, we teams are around the league are taking taking notice that the fact that we, you know, we're, we're uh, putting up a really good fight against a, a, a team just a couple years uh, removed from a, a Stanley Cup. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, I, I, I agree 100% with that. I think that uh, teams are looking at us and they're like, hey, you know, we, we, ne- we don't know how this game is going to go. So we have to bring our best effort. And I think when other teams bring their best effort, the Coyotes bring their best effort. So I think it's healthy. Um, and, and I'm excited to see where this, uh, where this team goes this year. Um, but if you don't mind, I know we need to move on. I'm going to do just a quick, uh, and shout out to Jeremy for this idea. I'm going to do a quick news dump for the Coyotes. We don't have to get into it. I just want to just say a few things that have been going on. Um, and it, then, by the way, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, it's a great idea. So, I mean, um, you know, we, we have a tendency of talking a lot and figured, hey, you know, it's a good idea to just categorize things and move on. So, Ladies and gentlemen, uh, I am more than just a pretty voice. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, so the Coyotes parted ways with the assistant general manager, um, Steve Sullivan. He, he was with the Coyotes since, I think, 2015, 2014 maybe. 
Um, part of the ways that uh, Steve Sullivan, there hasn't been much news about why, uh, but it was a termination. And they said, the Coyotes said that they weren't going to be commenting on it. Uh, it's, I would say it's pretty unfair to speculate as to what happened. But What's that? Oh, yeah. I, I, I think it's unfair to speculate as to what happened yet, but it could be related to the John Chica thing. It could be related to the drafting of Mitchell Miller. It could be something completely different. We don't know. But uh, news is Coyotes fired Steve Sullivan. Um, a, a funny little nugget came out. Uh, yeah, I think we talked about it a little bit last last year uh, or a couple episodes ago uh, but Connor Garland flipped up and didn't know that there was a hot mic and he, he revealed his true height is 5'6 um, and we didn't know if it was a joke or not but on NHL.com he's listed as 5'10 and uh, he was on a, a recent podcast uh, the Darren Millard pod, podcast really good podcast for any hockey listeners um, uh, it was a cool cool episode he was on there for about 20 minutes and um, Darren Millard asked him about his height, and he confirmed he's definitely not five ten. Um, and so he and he did hint that he is uh, just around five six. So yeah, got measured with skates. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're not supposed to measure with skates, but maybe someone was just trying to pump his tires. And uh, <laughs> everybody knows. Uh, either way, five six monster out there. He, he looks great. So. Uh, really proving that, that smaller players can have a huge impact in NHL games. So that was a fun one. Uh, two more, and then we'll, we'll move on. Um, there is uh, rumblings that Tockett is going to be a very highly sought-after coach this offseason, which kind of blows my mind a little bit. I mean, again, I like Tockett as a person. I love him as a player, um, and I don't mind him as a player's coach, but he's just not – I don't think he's a head coach material, maybe at least not for the Coyotes. Um he could be a great head coach somewhere else. And he did, he did coach for the Tampa Bay lightning for a brief period of time. But, um, Darren Dredger, uh, uh, a hockey analyst, uh, well-known, um, uh, in Canada. He, he recently came out and said that there's some rumblings that teams are uh, really looking to, uh, maybe pitch an offer to talk it in this off season. Cause he is a unrestricted coach at the end. So he'll either be extended or not, but, um, teams are going to be, uh, I guess poking and prodding to see if he's available. Um, so we'll see how that goes. And then the last thing is uh, Auntie Ranta, um, again, uh, battling injuries this season. Uh, it's it's unfortunate and you hate to see it, but um, he, he just keeps coming in and out of the lineup. But uh, right before his latest injury, uh, there was rumblings that a couple East Coast teams were looking into acquiring Ranta. Um, so it's something to keep an eye on, um, but his injuries are going to be hurting his trade stock. So I doubt that uh, if someone comes to us and says, hey, we'll give you a fifth-round pick for him, I doubt that the Coyotes are going to bite on that, especially in a, in a year where goalies are very, very uh, necessary, I guess, to, to uh, you know, because we're playing miniseries and we're playing pretty much every other day and you have to, you have to alternate guys, give them some rest. So... Um, unless a team comes in and blows us out of the water, maybe with like a second overall or, or second round pick, um, you could see Auntie Ronta traded. But um, I, uh, you know, it's, again, something to keep an eye on there. You know, Auntie Ronta is generating interest, but the more and more he gets injured, the, the less and less likely it is. So that is the news dump about the Coyotes. And uh, if you guys want to comment on any of it, you can. Um, if not, we can move on. All right. I'm going to get you uh, special music for the news dump so you can have that. 
that kind of plane underneath, like, you, know, you know. You know what? Uh, a sound effects of like trash dumping out, like <laughs> the bottles and stuff, like. Or just, no, or wait, just like this massive though, fart. Right? Ah. Just like a massive fart, like a news dump. <laughs> yeah, it'd be perfect. <laughs> but you know, I, I don't want to degrade the news that we're giving out because it's not like we're like just like, oh, this is not worth talking about. You know what I'm saying? It's just, uh, it's just otherwise we'd be here like like last week on a three hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I just, yeah. man. And for I ladies know. and gentlemen, everybody who made it through last week's episode, kudos. I, I appreciate <laughs> Thank you. you. <laughs> Barely made yeah. it through the segment. We are talking about Super Bowl Sunday. That's we are six days removed. Not the most memorable, of course, but you know what? Sometimes just uh, life just hands it to us. Whatever, Jeremy. You had said it would be a tight game, high-scoring game uh, with Mahomes and Brady facing off. Uh, you well, you got both your predictions wrong. But what do you think was the main factor in Mahomes just not? Uh, I, 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 I know, right? I feel because bad just saying what, it what because what more, what more can we um, say about the kid? First of all, you're wrong. Not both my predictions were wrong because uh, it was a high-scoring game for Tampa Bay. <laughs> <laughs> they scored a lot of points. Many of points, if I remember correctly. <laughs> there was a plethora of points for Tampa Bay. Kansas City, not so much. I am... Um, Man, it was strange. It was it, and you know what's funny is like for the first for from what I'm understanding for the first time in your life to ever, ever, ever not score a touchdown, ever in your life, to do it in the Super Bowl for the first time is just why not? Wow, <laughs> there you go. that's amazing. Patrick Mahomes has never been blown out like that before. Well, I don't know about blown out, but he's never yeah. not scored a touchdown before. He's never right. and, go ahead, Kenny. Oh, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Like, no, Kenny, go ahead. I, I just wanted to uh, add to your point really quickly. I heard during the game that he has never lost by sing- or double digits before. Uh, not in the NFL. I, I believe because no. I, I saw a similar stat earlier, and uh, and they referred to they had never lost by double digits, and the last time that he did was in college. And it's, That's crazy. His coach was, of course. <laughs> Say it. Uh, Say it. <laughs> guy from Texas. I don't know. Texas, yeah. And that's yeah. uh, two weird K's. Yeah, so I mean. Yeah. Cliff Mahomes Kingsbury. Lost Cliff Kingsbury was his coach, ladies and gentlemen. That was his it was, coach. It was Keith Cranberry, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, there you go. Uh, uh, there you go. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah. but, yeah, double, double digits. But, I mean, uh, what more can you ask let's, for the Hey, let's be honest about it. Um. Bro, no one saw that coming. Please, I mean, Nobody. regardless of what we all talked about, everybody at the end of the day. I mean, if you're a Brady fan, you're a Mahomes fan. Obviously, especially if you're a Mahomes fan. But yeah, no, if you're a Brady fan, you're a Bucks fan. You did not know that you guys were just gonna stomp on the Kansas City Chiefs like that. And I mean, if you felt like it, yeah, no, that's understandable. You're a fan, but let's be realistic. That. That was out of that blew everybody's mind, and um, yeah. yeah, no, the offensive line was off. I mean, it looked like a lot of people couldn't catch uh, the, the wide receivers. Helmets um, hitting hands, hitting like he hit his target. There was a, there was one point. There was one point in the game where like I was looking at the score. It was I believe it was like thirty one nine, and you I, know I Mahomes, think that was the end. Yeah, 
it was like two rushes back to back where as soon as he got the ball, they they were on top of him. I yeah. couldn't just help but laugh. <laughs> I, I I I just burst out into laughter like, yo, why is he still on the field? This kid is only like 24, 25 years old, bro. There's, there's always next year, man. This guy is going to die. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, don't, I don't really think that any NFL team would pull their quarterback in the Super Bowl just because it, it just wouldn't be a good look. But I get what you're saying. Yeah, the way he was getting demolished, I, I mean, it was, yeah. it was bad, man. He was getting torn up. I don't know if it How was about- a – I don't know if it was just how I was watching the game, but I saw him. He was getting hurt vividly. How about that Superman throw, though? That was that would have been uh, amazing. That is going to live in highlight reels until our generation and the generation after us continues watching yeah. the ball. It's going to be forgotten tomorrow. <laughs> no way, dude! Like it's going to be that, forgotten no. tomorrow. If that if was he caught, caught that ball, we would all be singing been. a different tune. You know, because, I mean, I think that would have been some type of life. But even, I, man, I don't know. Oh, yeah. And you know what's Definitely. crazy is, like, all all the weapons, all everything that they've done to everybody, because it was just, I I don't know. It, 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 was, it was very unexpected. Yeah. I think that there was a little bit of potential regression that we we all kind of predicted just with the off the field turmoil that was going on. And then, um, and then turf toe, I mean, that's a serious thing. Um, it didn't look to affect him too much, but you, he is typically faster and more agile than he was in, in the Super Bowl. Um, but he, he still made some great plays. He's still one of my favorite quarterbacks that I've ever watched play the position. I mean, he's just, he's just so entertaining to watch his, his tool bag is just so sick. Um, and that's what's but, funny. He's yeah. only been in the league for like I think three years, three, three. And I mean, he is so. He's one of my favorite quarterbacks. Every time he's on, I would love to watch a Kansas City Chief game. Unfortunately for me, I get to watch a Kansas City Chief game this year because the Eagles play the Kansas City Chiefs, which is gonna be fun. So yeah, much fun. Right? Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. That's question mark. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I, 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 I mean, I didn't expect to see some type of. Uh, some type of regression from the offense, or that type of regression from the offense. On, yeah, because we're talking, we're talking we, that we might have seen it, but not not by the degree that we did. Exactly. Yeah, I don't. I don't and, think anybody um, predicted and that. And let's yeah. all be honest about it. Uh, we all knew Todd Bowles was the guy. I mean, he's I, you guys personally, Arizona Cardinals watched him firsthand do amazing yeah. things with the defense. Yep. Yeah, the way he the way he took it to those boys, man. Uh, yeah. yeah, he had a plan. He had a tough plan. to watch. All right, now tough to watch. Oh, uh, sorry. Do you mind if I go say ahead, something go real ahead, quick? Yeah. Uh, um, Larry Fitzgerald Senior. So Larry Fitzgerald's dad um, took to Twitter. I don't know if anybody saw this, but it was kind of like a. He's always kind of had you know no. strong opinions. No. No. Don't say it, please. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Just don't say it. <laughs> he, he took. Twitter and said uh, it's got to be painful for the Cardinals to watch uh, both uh, both uh, Bulls and uh, Arians Arian. win a oh. win a Super Bowl, um, and it's like he's like, dude, like shut up, come on, man, like we know. Hey, he made it very scary. I don't know about you, Danny, but he kind of made it a little scary for me. I thought he was about to drop some news real quick. No, not yet. And okay. it, 
and and uh, I know it's been it was a subject all week on the radio, mm-hmm. and I know the way they're leaning, and I'm not I'm not ready for that emotionally. That's so. I'm just no, that's what I'm saying. Whatever. Uh, okay, I, are, I, are you I, talking about? No, are you talking we're about, talking about, about hey, 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 Valentine's hey, Day this hey, weekend. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, guys, we, we will not speak that into <laughs> existence. Was uh, it Voldemort? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't right. even. I've never watched a, a Harry Potter movie, but I I know that reference from The oh. Office. <laughs> there you go. I didn't get it. That's yeah. what I'm saying I'm confused. Watch The Office. God damn it. I've, oh. Right. Oh. Next or, time you should estimate me. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. No, no, no. But on, uh, yeah, I was I was gonna touch on that subject again. On, uh, because yes, it is it is Bruce Arians spe- uh, specifically. You know, Todd Bowles. He'll definitely always get credit, uh, but not as a head coach. And Bruce Arians, he was he was here for a few years. He did his thing. He took us to an NFC uh, championship game. He made Carson Palmer relevant, and uh, so he he did wonders. And of course, he was one of the best coaches, one of the most popular coaches here in the Valley. And a lot of people, I think, the consensus of people that I've seen on the internet, my own friends, you know, most of them. Think the same way that we're happy for the guy. You know what? You went out, you got one, whatever. And then there's the part that are always going to be that, why didn't he come back to us? Why didn't he do that with us? Why, whatever. I, I never wouldn't that want him to retirement. win retirement. Yes, uh, yes. That's all. That's all I'm saying. I'm all, not, all, yeah, all of that is retirement. Just, it was not a fake retirement. We've been over this. I know. And, but yeah, he felt he was done. But yet he's he, coming back a, for his third year. Yeah, he's coming back for his third year. And you know what? Good for him. I hope he wins another one if we don't make it. Hey, I'm not going to lie. If I saw <laughs> if I saw Michael Jordan and Larry Bird and Magic Johnson on the same team together, I would mm-hmm. definitely, you know, I'm 90 years old. I'd definitely come out of retirement real quick. <laughs> well, dude, they, they have the I team mean, to do it again. Yeah, they, I mean, they're going to run it back, obviously. Yeah. I mean, I'm yeah. not saying they're going to run it back a Super Bowl. No, you didn't hear it here first. But I'm saying no. they're, you know, they're Tom Brady. Yeah, no, Tom Brady's made it very clear. He's going to play at least two more years. Yeah. So well, I'm sorry. What is he now? Forty three. He's about to be forty four. He's forty three. He did. He did say forty five. I yeah. remember. Yeah, him no, that's what I'm saying. He made it very that, clear yeah. that forty five is where he's gonna reevaluate. So that's what I'm saying. So I think him, his wife, his family. I think they're all locked in for two more years, and then at after that, you know, well, they'll see where he's at. It's like you know, I got it. We may got a chance, may not. I think if he <laughs> sees slips in play. I think I think he'll know when to hang it up. I think his body will tell him. Yep. But at yeah. this moment, he's gonna be. He's, bro, he's forty. He's forty three years old. Sleeping the ball. And yep. You I know, oh, man. He's gonna be coming out in like an electric wheelchair at fifty two, winning Super Bowls. <laughs> oh my god. He's gonna be like, they're, they're gonna be like, they're gonna be like, what are you doing? Or like, you're in a wheelchair. He's like, oh man, I'm just saving my legs, coach. You know, I'm I'm gonna come out there and I'm gonna be doing like fifty two, and you know, I'm working on Super Bowl twelve here. You know, my like, TV twelve. You know, coach, uh, coach. I, 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 I'm a pocket Arians. passer. I don't need my legs. Bruce Arians yeah. is just a head like floating in water on the sidelines. <laughs> <laughs> He's calm playing while you're. <laughs> That's fucked up. We're so, stupid. Yeah, no, it's oh, gonna happen. Man. I mean, yeah, no, it, it, it was crazy to see. So they're gonna yeah. run it back. All right, so may, maybe or maybe not. But I did want to ask you because I, I noticed you, you were shrugging while I was going on. Were you happy for Bruce Arians? I know you don't have a specific tie to the Cardinals, but he was around here a while. He was no, you know. The cool guy here, the cool coach. 
with the hat. Come on, man. You got to be happy for the guy. Got to respect the hat. Respect Damn. the hat. That is a respect good. Uh, no. You're not happy for the guy. Wow. I don't think I am. Because you don't know why. I'm sitting here thinking about it. And if I have to think about it, no, I'm not. Uh, that, that, that is a fair point. So. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, Andy Reid, there's no question about it. I was happy for him to get one. Yep. I was happy for him to get the first. Now, this one. I was I was a little biased because I mean I just, I mean like hey kind of what they why couldn't you get why couldn't you get me one <laughs> you know, but, hey we got one from your coaching tree we appreciate that one of your kids got us one uh, Doug Peterson was underneath you know his offensive coordinator in KC and then um, you know he's left so it's just like he got he you know Andy Reid got his one it's like. Wait, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Why you didn't get us one? We got you, but why, <laughs> why? Why do you get to get two? Why can't we get two? So hold on, slow it down a little bit. That's why I was kind of biased about the Super Bowl. Um, I'm happy for Bruce Arians' staff. That's what I'm happy that for. Is, yep. I'm happy for Byron Leftwich, uh, who came out of freaking nowhere. And I need to apologize personally on the radio to the man. I didn't think he was going to be a good offensive coordinator. I did not think he was going to be an offense good coordinator, but no, he seems to understand the game. He seems to see it better than he did. When Why he couldn't was... he do that for us? Exactly. Ah, full circle. Ah, exactly. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> like, why couldn't he do that on the field? But no, you know what? I... Some people see the game better. You know, some people are better coaches than they are players. Yeah. That's what they are. And no, he's a great coach. You know what I'm saying? Todd Bowles, uh, great defense coordinator. I hope uh, I hope they all stay together. I, I, I love seeing dynasties run. I like to see how long they can go. All right. So we talked about Bruce Arians now. Another tie that we had here, and you can correct me for, if I'm wrong, but Drew Stanton getting the ring. Ah, yeah, Drew. That was, that was cool. Drew. That was cool. We got, we love that. I mean, he became a love fan, fan favorite, favorite with that little dance. That the dance. dance. Ah, the dance I'm doing in studio <laughs> right now, ladies and gentlemen. He's always been. Oh, my God. I'm happy for him. Um, the yeah, best no. number two uh, that no, ever You know been. what? Not only that, though. He was a consistent number two. I remember when he was yep. back up, uh, backing up Matthew Stafford for the Lions. I mean, he was one of those. He was one of those. Um, I like. I like to call them bounce arounders. You know, they kind of stay in the NFL. They're yeah. they're, they're always they're, The NFL has a pool of same people that they always recycle over and over and over again, and it's just like this one pool. And Drew Stanton was kind of in that pool. Yep. He ba- he bounced around a lot. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe he was just more. Yeah, well, besides Tampa Bay, I, I believe it was more than just Detroit and Arizona. But uh, yeah, no, when he came in, he was supposed to be the guy, but no, I yeah, mean, there was other he's plans. Been around. And you know what? <laughs> hey, he took it in stride. I, I think he. I yeah. think he was he like. I stride. think he was thankful for like. Holy shit! Thank God, I get. To, <laughs> I get to keep my role. I don't want to be the. Number, I don't that, know if you remember this like one. Like Carson uh, Palm Tree trying to teach him how to stay. Nah, bro, you got to stay healthy. I need you to stay healthy. Did you guys ever watch that old uh, that old series? Um, fuck, what's it called about the college football players? Blue Mountain. Yeah, Blue Mountain State. Yes, oh, I love that show. <laughs> I, I've that was the one. No, I'm, I'm a career backup. I want to be the backup. I've never seen that show. I don't want to. Ah, nah, I'm just oh, joking. Dude, you, you, ah, come on. I'm the one that came up with the name. Ah, come on. Oh, no, Danny, don't leave. All right, Alex ladies and Moran. gentlemen, Danny's walked off set. Uh, that Alex was my Moran bad. I've actually dead. seen the show a lot. It's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Alex Moran is a, a blue chip uh, prospect that the Cardinals should be looking at. Yeah, right? You know what I'm saying? He's a killer. 
Yeah, man. You yeah. heard what he said? He, he says, oh, he no, Danny was, uh, Danny wasn't here. Danny what? Yeah, and I, I heard you. He walk off set. I went to get a beer. Ah. <laughs> so we're still he came back, ladies yeah. and gentlemen, like he was talking about Blue Mountain State. Okay. He said Alex Moran should be somebody the Cardinals should look at. <laughs> I'll make he's that trade right now. Nah, and he's <laughs> yeah. back. But anyway, your right, analogy yeah. that you were trying to make with the show—that uh, no, that was it—that he was a career backup. Like he didn't, he never wanted to be a starter because life was just so good as a backup that that was his thing. Because it is. That's, I mean, yeah. life is great as a backup. Look at Nathan Peterman. Yeah, exactly. He's living the dream. So, but I mean, Drew yeah. saying he got it and he got his ring doing it. Very happy for him because you want to know why? Like you said, he was a career backup. <laughs> And I think he, I, I think he, did he officially retire? Does anybody know? No, he'll probably be back next year. <laughs> he's like, he's like I'm, I'm going to follow, I'm gonna follow this role. You're going to be back in he's the all, press con next year. He's going to, he, no, he's going to be on Sports Center oh, uh, in, 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 in sunglasses and holding a live event and said, I'm, uh, I'm keeping my talents in South Beach. Ah. And, uh, and that's what that's what he's going to do. He's going to go for ring number two. Let's yeah. be honest Let's about it. I mean, um, if he can do what LaShawn McCoy did the last two years. That was such a funny tweet. It's amazing. <laughs> it's ama- It's not only it's a tweet. It's it's and so you know, true. And I, I will I, give it. I'll give you uh, Jeremy credit right here. He was the first one to say it. That he had a chance. And there it is. The second yeah, ring in awesome. a row. Oh, bro, I'm telling you. I said it, I was just like. Dude, didn't he get one? Like we were, I was like, didn't he get one last year too? He's about to get another one, and sure enough. And you know what's funny is, yeah, everybody knows. I don't. He did not play a single play, (laughs) single snap, a single snap in both. It's just, oh my god. And you know what? At the end of the day, they're gonna look at paper, and he's gonna get into the Hall of Fame. That would be amazing. No, but I mean, no, 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 because his career. And who can fight His career is is, is a solid career. Okay. You cannot take yeah, away from a player. career. He has exactly, I believe it's 15,000 yards from scrimmage. Oh, I saw that. Like, that, that it would be like the exact right, just retire right yeah, here. Right Don't there. fuck 15, up this 15,000 exactly scrimmage yards. I mean, bro, that's a great career. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I believe I he's been to a couple of Pro Bowls. He has two Super Bowl rings. Well, that's how they're going to talk about it. <laughs> that's that's all yeah. I would talk about. I would wear them all the time and just like, yeah, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know? Yeah. All right. Everywhere. Yeah. So uh, keeping it keeping it football, just kind of changing the topic here. Uh, we did. Uh, I have been taking it, uh, making it upon myself to stop too much trade talk here until after the Super Bowl. And now that dust is settled there, we are here waiting for the draft. Now we're talking about all this uh, information and of course, the number one target everyone's uh, th- thinking about where he's going to end up is this uh, whole quarterback carousel with um, Sean His name Watson. Is Deshaun Watson, sir. And so, right there, that that is still going on right uh, with uh, the Texans. And after the price tag that Matthew Stafford has, what yeah. can someone expect to pay for Deshaun Watson? Four first overall, or four four first round picks. You got to be at least three, right? It, at least. Got to be at least three. Now, if you, okay, four, four first rounds. I, I, that was more in jest, but, but it, it could it, happen. No, I, I, I can see, but like every, every uh, a scenario that I see that has three first round picks, they always include one or two other pieces, three other pieces. What yep. about four first rounds? I'm taking a three. I'm taking, if, if I can, if it's up to me, 
I'm taking three picks and an established player. Yeah. I I I think that's I think that's a good point, but I think the Dolphins have the best chance. I think uh, well, the Dolphins, the Dolphins and the Jets have the best chance. Well, they yeah, do have the Dolphins, two. They have two picks in this in this first round draft. The Dolphins oh, and the they Jags, can give one back. Yeah, yeah, the Dolphins and the Jaguars both have two first round picks this draft. So okay. imagine, like you're you're you are uh, the general manager. I forget his name. Of Houston and and Miami approaches you and says we're going to give you both of our first round picks. We're going to give you Tua, and then we're going to give you you know another and that maybe another maybe a third or like a you know a future third or or another decent roster player. Um, would you would you consider that? You're like, hey, you know what? Like uh, Watson's got to leave anyway. Tua is unproven. Tua at, at one point was going to be the number one overall pick. Um, you know he's shown he's shown some promise, and we get two first round picks. Like uh, you know, you never know. Um, especially if they if they're like, hey, we'll give you Tua, we'll give you both of our first round picks this year, and then we'll give you a, a first round pick in the future. I mean, I you almost have to be like sold. You know, like he's gonna leave anyway, so As take the best back. Eventually, though, he, you know what? He, he has no should, choice. He should he's locked leave. in. He's locked in. He has no choice. He's I believe he's five years locked in. Big old contract. Yep. He, he can he's sit not out. leaving it. Yeah, that, and, and that is his choice. But mind you, you sit out, you don't get paid. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So that, that doesn't mean he's going to sit out and collect a hundred and I believe it was like $150 million or it was or five years. Yeah, it's something like that. You know, so he's not going <laughs> to sit out like that. And honestly, seeing Tua, me, I have a, I have a high, <laughs> an amazing high ceiling for, uh, the first five picks. I believe the first five picks are plug and play. That's how I believe. If, yep. if you're, if mm-hmm. you're t- unless you're like one of those teams who like went deep and or like you won the Super Bowl and you just so happen to have a pick, you know, then you can get a, a product that you believe. But no, first five picks are, are plug and play. Right now, we need you in the game. Tua kind of yeah. put himself in this make or break situation this year, in my opinion. Because of the way he played last year, I think he looked terrible last year. I think he had a not, couple no, good not, shiny okay, moments. Not terrible, um, very inconsistent, and um, he doesn't look as explosive as I guess people thought he was. He doesn't look like the game changer. He looks like a game manager. That's how I believe. Yeah. I don't think he's a game winner in the NFL, and but that's only off of one season. But like I said, the first five picks I have I have high expectations for. So, so it wouldn't be a high hang. ceiling. It'd be a high floor is what you're referring to. Ah, you know, yeah, you know what? Yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's right out, was, you know what? Right out the gate. Yep. You need right to, you out need the to get, gate. I you're, agree. you're playing week one. I agree. You're one through five. You're playing week one. I, yep. I, I agree. Yes. Right. No, yeah. that, is, that is a perfect way to put it. Week uh, one through five, you're in. You're in the lineup. You're, you're, you're yep. plug and play. So now uh, – with all this going on, uh, the, I I did not know the Dolphins had that, those two picks and yeah, and then that kind of uh, isn't one power. of the yeah isn't one of the Dolphins picks Houston's? Uh, I you know what I think it didn't might they, be Houston's because of Jeremy Tunsil. I believe it was they traded Tunsil, off to yeah. tackle Jeremy Tunsil. Okay, I believe that was for a first round pick. Good job, Kenny. so they would just yeah. get they would so they would essentially get that back. The yeah, one, the, and the they, had a, they had a piss poor season, so like that's a high pick. Yeah, I mean uh, the the other high uh, 
high chance team to win, I thought was the Jets because that's all that's been talking about is the Jets with their uh, number, number two n- number two pick. Ah, uh, that is the worst I'm tank a, job. I'm gonna get into I'm gonna I'm get into that in a bit because I do have a note on that and I do want to talk to some to some extent on on that uh, tank job, but the um, the Jets acquiring Deshaun Watson, Deshaun. He wouldn't mind living in New York. You know, if, if he gets there, he gets uh, them two-way winning season. That's obviously a good life for him. And mm-hmm. the Jets just have so much to give away. And the Houstons would also get a, I'm not going to say proven quarterback, but one that's been there before. He's been to the game. He's been to the dance. He knows what it's like. He's shown flashes. Darnold? Yeah. And Darnold, I, I, I think Darnold still has a lot to Yeah, I do I too. Mean, he, he he is not a bad quarterback. Really? Uh, he, yeah. He, you guys he, both you believe know, in Darnold? I'm I'm not he, saying he's gonna be you know a three time NFL you believe, champion. You but. believe uh you believe his ceiling is higher than what it's been shown in the uh, in New oh, York? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Without a doubt. Okay. I think he he reminds me a little bit of Tannehill's progression. Remember, when Tannehill came into Miami and he was like he was supposed to be the man, right? But then he just had like he you know he came out all right. Um, and then he had a couple poor seasons and then, you know, he, he fell out of favor and then boom, he went to, uh, you know, uh, why am I blinking? Um, uh, the Titans the and, uh, yeah, with the, uh, and just exploded. Right. Uh, I have, and they're almost similar. Like they're both mobile. They're, they're both big and they, they both have, you know, an, uh, like an arm. Um, so I think, uh, you know, he, he reminds me a little bit of Tannehill in that regard. And I think that, uh, I, I think that, you know, that's another, that's another team again. And, you know, it's funny is that Deshaun Watson, uh, I think I, I, I saw, uh, he thought he was going to be drafted by the Jets and everybody, all the Jets fans wanted I them to dra- grab Watson. And we, and, and, uh, we did, uh, we did talk about that a little bit last week about how he went. Uh, late in the first, I believe, 29th during his draft, and how the Jets had two picks that year, right? I think that's what Jeremy had said. And uh, they were, yeah. that they were trying to right a wrong by not having taken him in the first place. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I mean, it's an interesting interesting storyline to follow. I mean, Watson is uh, not your everyday quarterback. Uh, people are going to have to pay a king's ransom for him. And yep. I think Miami and uh, – you know, another team to watch out for is Carolina. Watch for Carolina. They might do something surprising as well. And uh, so, I mean, that that's that's going to continue everything going on. And, of course, like I mentioned before, uh, the, I think the Matthew Stafford trade just threw a huge wrench in the works because if, like I said, the value that he got back compared mm-hmm. to what could happen with Watson because, you know, um, as good as uh, Stafford or um, Jared Goff is, they're not half the quarterback that uh, Watson is. Yeah, I agree. When in uh, Jeremy, I'd like to I'd like to hear your input on this. Um, do you think that the trade happens before the draft? Uh, we're gonna ask him. At, oh, yeah, he's coming back right now. So yeah, oh, Jer- Jeremy. Yeah. The, the The question was uh, whether whether or not this trade happens before or after the trade deadline with Deshaun Watson. Uh, the draft. Oh, I'm sorry. The draft, yes. What about during the draft? That's what I. That's what I mean. So, so uh, because but before, or do you use them as currency during the draft? Because draft day deals are always massive, right? Yep. Uh, and and they're on a big stage, and all the all the general managers are chatting all the time. 
Uh, I'd be interested to see if a team gets desperate because they know that the NFL draft is going to be a hotbed for trades. Um, and so I'm, I'm, I'm wondering if we see a trade before April 29th. He is pondering. You know what? That's his thinking face. Ladies and gentlemen, there is smoke in the studio right now. I was going to say, I smell wood burning. I don't see a trade happening at all. What? That's a a hot take. I don't see a trade happening for Houston at all. The Houston Texans have made it very clear that they do not want to trade Sean Watson. I don't see a trade happening. And if it does happen, it's going to happen after week one. Wow. That's a, that I, is I don't a mean like I don't mean like exactly one. after week one. I just mean like you know after the season starts. After the season starts, I do believe that that's when the trade is going to happen. I think um, I think the Houston Texans have made their position very well known that they don't want to get rid of them. Not only does the coach want to keep them. The general manager has made it very clear that they are not fielding offers from any teams. Maybe that's just talk. That's hearsay. That's, you know, that's social media. Obviously, I'm not in the, you know, Houston Texans general manager room. And the owner has made it very clear that Deshaun Watson is their quarterback, their future quarterback. He is the future of this team going forward. Yeah. I think it's a negotiation tactic, though, you know. I mean, it's possible. It's possible. Yeah. And that's why uh, I am going out on a limb here. And I am thinking to myself, saying to myself that I do not see a trade happening until, and if it does happen, it's not going to happen until after week one. And that's my take on what's going on with the Houston Texans. I think they are going to, uh, I think they are going to dangle that fish hook out there as long as possible until they really see, they, I think they're really going to test him to see if he'll sit out, and he might sit out. Can I throw out a, an analogy that just recently happened in hockey? Yeah, what's going on? So there is a uh, there was a big trade, and I, I sent it in our group chat. Um, but there was a big trade that happened between the Winnipeg Jets and the Columbus Blue Jackets, and uh, essentially what was happening is there was a. Uh, a Blue Jackets player, their first line center, his name's Pierre Luc Dubois. He uh, he didn't want to play on the uh, on the Blue Jackets anymore. He didn't want to play in Columbus. He wanted a he wanted a fresh start, and nobody knows the reason why. But um, we cannot we can all kind of make our assumptions. It was probably due to the head coach um, and the fact that he's from Canada and wanted to play in Canada. But uh, he didn't he didn't sit out right. But he he told his team at the beginning of training camp, "I'm not going to be here." He was like very transparent. Some people respected it. Some people hated it. But he, he came in and said, hey, I don't want to be here anymore. Um, well, he had just signed a contract, right? Kind of similar to Deshaun Watson's situation. He's under contract. Yeah. He didn't want to sit out. He didn't want to sit out. But I want to send you guys a clip, and maybe we can post it on our social media. Um, the, they call it the shift. The, the shift that got him traded. Essentially, he went out. And um, he's a prolific player in Columbus. Um, and he went out and the, the camera was following him around the entire shift. And he played the softest shift I've ever seen modern day NHL. He just, 
He was floating around. He was intentionally losing puck battles. Uh, he was just bombing it, right? And so he was basically saying, like, I'm going to play my game. Or you either have to scratch me, which I still get paid for, or or I'm gonna I'm gonna just give a piss poor effort until I'm traded. And I thought that at that point, like other teams would see that and be like, no, I don't, I want nothing to do with this guy. But in fact, more teams were chomping at the bit. They're like, yeah, dude, like he really wants out. This is our time. We can make our we That's we can pressure be their gentlemen. Right? Like it's I mean, not, it's gotta it's be not. illegal. I and I could, wish, but there's just, no way to you're, prove you're it. offering your services to somebody. Via contract. Okay, you're right. You, you're, you can't. You can't guarantee how many points or how, how much. What happens if you can prove it though? Can, can't. I don't prove think there what? is a way though. What I don't do think there is a way. Like, uh, what if you saw Deshaun Watson like effort? toss the ball? Yeah. Like, you can't prove effort. No, because that's a matter of perspective. Like, I if a mother is looking at her son like just tossing the ball around by her perspective, he's giving the best effort ever because he's my son. Someone else like that kid just can't throw for shit. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. yeah, I guess I guess that makes sense. That's so bad, though. <laughs> yeah, it, well, I, I agree, man. I mean, <laughs> exactly. Right. Ugh. It was very blatant, and I again, I want to share the shit with you guys. I'm gonna I'm gonna send you a clip of it. All right. Um, but it's uh, it's it's something that could very well happen with Deshaun Watson. I don't. I, I think Deshaun Watson has a little bit more pride than that, but. You know, after all the Texans turmoil that we've seen, that you know, I'm sure we're going to touch on here in a second. I think yeah. it's inevitable that he's going to be traded within the next uh, month or so. For sure, man. And yeah, no, go ahead and uh, share that clip with everybody on the uh, social media. Danny, shout us out on social media. You can find us Sticks and Kicks Instagram as Sticks Kicks, no Sticks Dot Kicks. I'm sorry. Twitter is Sticks <laughs> Kicks One, and of course, Facebook is Sticks and Kicks. You guys can find us on social media all right there. And uh, make sure you guys not only follow, but share. Tag your friends. Let them know that there is local hockey, basketball, baseball, football, all type of news happening right here on Sticks and Kicks. We talked about curling that one time. We we're did. just very universal, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. That's how we do it. And like we were yeah. talking about with uh, everything that's going on in uh, Texans, not just Texans, uh, Houston specifically with uh, – with the Rockets, I mean, honestly, yeah. I think it was all good for the Rockets. I know they did go ahead and lose James Harden, but, uh, you know, just a quick touch on them. They look like they are playing better basketball. Their defense is playing very well, and they look like, they, um, they look like they're a team that's going to battle for that eighth, you know, seventh, maybe even sixth spot in, in the West. You know, they, um, I think they have a losing record right now, but they look like they're on the up. And that's just my personal opinion on that. Also, uh, with the Houston Astros losing George Springer, it's a big loss, big big loss. I know you guys don't know that's a baseball player. It's man. Uh, oh, I got that when you said I, Astros. I, I, <laughs> I, was gonna, I was gonna say you're talking to the, you're talking to a huge Dodgers fan. You don't think I know who Springer is? That motherfucker. Well, Danny's face was just looking at me like it's, I don't. My face was my face, man. What can I say? But if we continuing on the subject of uh, the Texas uh, State losing players, yeah, JJ Watt. There we go, and that's kind of where I was kind of, all right. You took a detour, so I <laughs> took us home. Requested and granted his release. I think this is a classy move by the Texans because they could have traded him, right? Classy they, move by J.J. Watt by not just coming out and, you know, hey, I want to get released. He, no, no, well, players don't usually do that until they, they get denied that their release. A lot. They, and that's, they do it a lot. 
They do, but like not as much. Like most players will just ask first, and if got denied the release or something like that, or they did not get traded, that's when they start going whole. I don't know how everybody's list goes of just like really good people, but uh, I got Larry Fitzgerald like really up there, probably number one. And then J.J. Watt, I just, I mean, he's at least top three. I'm, I don't know if he's definitely number. I can't think of anybody else. But both men of the year. I uh, mean, Walter Payton. Yeah, I mean, they're just really stand up individuals, yep. classy guys, and um, faces of their franchise. Yeah, and uh, I really hate to just man pop that bubble for everybody. Yeah. He's not coming here. Uh, that no, was, I don't think so. That, that, yeah, he's going, because of the he's money. Going to the thing, Steelers. I, it has nothing I, to do with money. I, I think he's going to Sears too. It has. Nothing it to do it with has money. some to do with money. We're, I think we're, it has we, we don't have a money. lot of cap space. I think. I think. Uh, I mean, he wants a ring. He wants a ring. He's going to the Steelers or the Browns. I think he's going to Steelers. I think he was going yeah. to Steelers as well because of his brother. But uh, if if his he if, <laughs> if he gets a ch- chance, I think he'll probably go to Tampa or KC. I, yeah, you could see that for sure. But yeah, um, I think so for the easy ring. I mean, if anybody deserves a ring, he does. And no, 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 you can't say that. If anyone deserves it, Larry does. Yeah, but Larry's Larry's loyal to the soil. Lo- he'll, he'll, yeah, get he it, really he'll get is. it here. Yeah. He'll get it here. Larry was wait next year. It's gonna happen. I love it. it first. I love it. There you go. I I like the enthusiasm, ladies and gentlemen. You heard it here first. Arizona Cardinals. Hey, what's the final score? Super Bowl. Who are we playing? I don't know. You tell me. 17-24. Who are we Who? playing? Jimmy Garoppolo and the New England Patriots. No! <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> lock it in. <laughs> Damn. I would have said. I would have like said three and one right there. That's three bull predictions in one. I would have said Carson Wentz and the New England Patriots. Oh, okay. Is that is that where you think uh, it's gonna happen? No, no, that's like, like I just would have never said no. Jesus Christ, Danny! Why does he do? What that? did I do? What did I do? Oh, I said Danny, not Ken. Oh, that's right. Oh. Uh, oh, you're the is. asshole. <laughs> so uh, everybody, real quick, uh, oh. I went ahead and. Um, Never mind. I, I I was actually gonna ask the question. Where do you guys think he's gonna end up? We answered that very right. quickly. Who's the asshole now? Kenny, go ahead. Um, I just want to shout out to TSN for this little nugget. So they they posted a uh, a, a graphic, and it says Houston, we have a problem. <laughs> the recent departures: JJ Watt released by the Texans, February twenty twenty one. George Springer signed with the Blue Jays January 2021. James Harden traded by the Rockets January 2021. Jesus. Russell Westbrook traded by the Rockets December 2020. DeAndre Hopkins, not a big deal, traded by the Texans March 2020. Who? Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole <laughs> signed with the Yankees December 2019. And then, of course, we have Deshaun Watson. So it's been a... Abysmal. It's rough. Year for rough Houston. right now. Hey, and, 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 and now, and do you guys that, see why I think they're going to keep Deshaun Watson? <laughs> <laughs> do you understand why they don't? Well, I, they're not going to lose them all. Their, that would be their preference, but I don't really think they're going to have a lot of. They don't have a lot of uh, 
leeway, I would say. They don't have a ton of negotiating power. And again, you never know what could happen with Watson. He could change his mind or he could be like, dude, I'm not, I'm sitting out or I'm not playing uh, as well as you want me to until I'm traded. So you never know. Um, but uh, especially after JJ Watt leaving, I think uh, I think Watson is uh, is 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 out. Yeah, yeah I just I, I think so too. Yeah, and then on top of that, um, I want to feel bad for Houston fans, but nah. first and foremost, I'm a I'm a car, uh, I'm an Arizona hockey, or, uh, sports fan, so I don't want to hear shit about your turmoil. <laughs> um, first time, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, first time. Oh, you never been first here before. It's called yeah, the yeah. I, I don't want to hear shit about your turmoil. And secondly, um, you guys cheated your way to a championship. So uh, I don't give a shit about George Springer <laughs> or Derek Cole. Um, oh, yeah. The know, Astros the, went right up. Like, uh, I mean, literally, like, the Dodgers took a, a backseat real quick. As, you for know, the most hated. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I know, Kenny, my bad. But, yeah, no. I, You're good. Hates, yeah, You're good. I, at, least, at least you know everybody hates I, you guys. I know for sure. But, uh World champs. That's all I got to say. You know, what I mean? well, not not just not just that. <laughs> Short in season. And then we got, and that's we got all Bauer. I got to say. Sixty and game season. That's yeah, all I got, got to say. Well, with with that, I'm glad you said that, Kenny. Because uh, yeah, brought with Bauer uh, going to uh, going to the Dodgers. There was a recent poll sent out, and uh, I forgot website. I wanted to give him a shout out, but uh, they put it out that all the the predicted wins and losses. The Dodgers, the only team in MLB baseball to have tri- triple-digit wins based on their projections. I believe they were going to go one hundred two and fifty-eight, something like that. But like, just completely dominated. And and with their the, with their Anything starting less than a World Series this year is a failure. Well, we've been saying that for years about Dodgers. Well, I didn't. I haven't been saying that for years about the Dodgers. <laughs> but with the stack team, with, with yeah, no, I haven't been saying that for years. Um, like, like it's it's been known. There's all oh, this uh, because like I don't the, I don't, don't want to say shit, but they've had their chances. Well, you know what? Because everybody says that when the playoffs start, we're talking about now with the with like with the team they assembled before yeah. the season okay. even started. Yeah, no, it's World Series or bust. Yep. I would, say, I, I would I would say that, but I mean the Dodgers have been. I, I think they frequented the World Series more than any team in the last, or, or more than any team within five years. Yeah, no, they're the Buffalo Bills of the MLB. That's fantastic. Ah. You know, they, I mean, they, it, it, t- it took them, it took them a shortened season to, to win a ring. It took them sixty games. You know, no, no, no. You know, it also took, it also took them getting cheated out of a. Yeah, here's the thing. Like for, also, for me, we would have won that Houston series, no problem. We would have. Uh, you know what's funny is I, I think you wouldn't have been playing Houston. I think you would have been playing New York. Yeah, that's a good point. Because I remember, uh, I remember watching. My mom is the biggest Yankees fan you'll ever meet in your entire life, and I remember watching that game in it, the Lucio. living room with her. <laughs> ah, I remember watching that game with my mom in the living room, dude, and she was just, "We both, how, how do you? Uh, Rolius Chapman is one of the best closers in the game. How do you beat him?" I don't know. We Banger, just, it was, hanging on trash cans, baby. I don't know, bro. We just we were both just like, there's no way. All you need is this one out, and then he just miraculously hits a home run. I mean, that's kind of why I love baseball. But then when you think about how they got it, it's like, oh, they that most likely yeah. that most likely was what happened in that scenario. They knew he oh, was going to throw a changeup, and he rocked it. 
Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, and it's been it's been proven. They've had to apologize for it. So yeah, I mean, you know what I'm like, saying? They it, had to fire it's not people. Even speculation. Yeah, it's not even speculation. Yeah. It, it's they are they are cheaters, and that's why I think. Yeah, no, I think you guys would have played the Yankees, and uh, you know, the Yankees would have fucking wiped the floor with you guys. <laughs> I, I I I don't know about that. I still think that the the Dodgers, you know, would have had a a very strong series against the, the Yankees. Yeah, like, but, you once, know, once you're there, you're there. It's a completely different thing. Like. Yeah. All the stats could be thrown out the window. Oh yeah, no. Once but, you're on yeah. that stage, but no, no, but but you are still a. Hey, you're the best. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like at the end of the day, if you're there, you're the best. All right. So I will agree with you that um, it is World Series or bust for the Dodgers. Yes. What I what even me as a diehard Arizona Diamondbacks fan and someone who has hated the Dodgers throughout my entire adult life, as far back as I have the use of my brain, I am never gonna hold. This short season against the Dodgers because everyone had the same playing field. I know. I just, and, uh, I just, I just like. Yeah. And, uh, I just, I just want to put that out there because you, yep. you, ninety nine point nine percent of things on this podcast that are ever going to be said against Dodgers by me are going to be negative. Yep. Because I always hate the Dodgers, but I'm not going to take but, this away from them. Yeah. And uh, I'm not going to take it from them. Thank you, Dave. I, I will. Um, I will try to diminish that championship at every turn. <laughs> so I will. I will not deny that. But at the end. Danny is right. Everybody had the same uh, regulations. Everybody had the same rules. Everybody had the same protocols. And uh, the Dodgers got it done. Better than anybody yes, who sir. went through the same exact thing they went through. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And um, Yeah, that yeah, shortened that season, though. They're going to do it in the season. They're going to do it in the regular season. Spring training right yeah. around the corner. So uh, we're about to see what, the, uh, what all teams can put together. I believe this week is going to be catchers are, are reporting. Um, and pitchers. Yep. So we 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 got all the uh, teams are coming together. I'm just hopeful that by opening day, have training camp, have spring break, have everything by opening day, we can have some sort of a a good feeling in stadiums, going to stadiums for the MLB season. Well, I mean, going um. And that's awesome. I'm glad you went ahead and said that because that's a perfect shift into our gear of NBA. I love that you went into that. The Suns have started to show life, signs of life. We have went from, I believe it was uh, 1,500 fans, to now we are letting in 3,000 fans starting, I believe, today. No. Start uh, next week. Next Next week. week. Yeah. Uh, Monday, I believe it is, against, no. When is it? When is it? Oh, uh, it's the 16th. 16th against the Brooklyn Nets. Is that a Tuesday? They got a... they Sorry, guys, I don't have my calendar tonight. They got the ma- Magic on Sunday, and then the Nets on Tuesday. Tuesday, that's when we start Brooklyn Nets. 3,000 fans are allowed in attendance. And let's be honest, guys, if we're going to play anybody and to watch a game, I mean, we want to see superstars. And, yep. I mean, <laughs> three. So if you have $5,000 to uh, spend for ah. nosebleed, nosebleed <laughs> seats, because I'm assuming that's what it's going to be, uh, yeah, you can be one of those 3,000 fans Watching the Suns play, it looks like we're getting signs of life, signs of normalcy. What do you guys think? I mean, dude, they're oh, go ahead, Danny. No, uh, no, I was just gonna go and say that I don't know about normalcy yet, but we signs. Are, yeah, okay, I will agree with that. Okay, go ahead, Kenny. Uh, I mean, the Suns are uh, 
is it okay if we release the, the current score right now? Or we, we're not going to be blowing anything for anybody, I guess. Right? No, of course not. Uh, uh, right now we, we they're are. leading ninety-eight to eighty-nine in, in, in Q four here. So I mean, that's a uh, that's pretty sick. And you think about that. I mean, it's I mean the Suns have been on a tear, and you know they had you know they're uh, missing some key players, you know, and it's just they're just showing showing that they're they're consistent and that they are a headstrong team and it's kind of like an extension of that eight no run man it just looks so it looks so good they're, they finally are playing with some passion and uh they're beating up the sixes right now decently i don't want to say uh yeah we're you know we got this game in hand um because you never know um but yeah it, it looks it looks pretty good right now i'm i'm really pumped for all you diehard sun fans out there it's looking really good, and uh, some something else is looking really good is the health report from the Suns. We're getting everybody back. Everybody's uh, uh, at or close to 100%. There's no one officially out. Everybody is on so the floor today. Right there. Uh, so we, we got we got everybody. Uh, like like I said, they were on the floor. Maybe not 100, but like as close to it as you can get. And yeah. I think with everyone having stepped up, and not taking for granted the minutes that they've gotten and earned, I think we're gonna keep going up. And then, and then that that is just some, a feeling that Suns fans around the valley we've not had in a while. We've had okay glimpses. We've had okay. This, the, we got this guy named Booker. I don't know if you guys heard of him. He's kind of he's kind of good. And uh, that for a long time that was all we had to say against uh, not against uh, in favor of the Phoenix Suns. But now. There is this feeling, and uh, this is what I wanted to get at you with you, uh, Jeremy, earlier, is that right now the mentality that the Phoenix Suns players have is that we're winners, and we can go toe-to-toe against anybody in the league. We can take a win from anybody in the NBA, and you need to have that mentality before you become a winning team. And I believe right now the Suns have that mentality. And, yes, they have not proven it by records. They have not proven it by playoff wins, if appearances at all, in the past few years. So, yes, they are not a proven concept in the NBA, but they have the mentality right now. And that is step one. And from then on, after you take that first step, there's no stopping you. Because not only do they think they're a winning team, they are now putting the bricks behind them. They are letting everybody know this is not the same Suns teams that we've seen in the last 10 years. Put us against anyone right now, and I can say with confidence, Phoenix Suns have a chance to win this game. And that's 100. That's that's great. No, don't get me wrong. That That's exactly what you want to have. And that was one thing I believe we talked about at the end of the season when we found out that the season was going to start back in October. Like It was like, oh, wow, they're going to try – to bring it back to normalcy because remember we talked about uh we talked about holding on to something from last year remember yeah and it was just like uh that momentum from last year is gonna carry over it's like no it's not and then we found out that the game was like oh no it's gonna start in october it's like that's only th- that's only two months away yeah. you know what that momentum might hey, carry that's because i tried to tell you remember i was like from one season one season that's too long but no a two month Three month hiatus. Yep. No, you're that. That's still fresh in your mind. That's yep. still. That's you're still living off that. Like, dude, we were almost. We almost kept that going. You know, we did everything right. 
Every, hey, it was hey, outside forces that kept us. No, it us. wasn't outside forces that kept us because everybody says that. But if DeAndre Aiden didn't get suspended for 25 games. No, I'm talking that, about the bubble. Yes. yes. Without all that. Yes. Yeah. I'm talking about it was outside forces kept us out of the playoffs. No, it from wasn't. That. It, wasn't it was, was the at Trailblazers. The, at the end of the day. Let me flip this. Down. At the end of the day, it wasn't outside forces that kept us. Out of the playoffs because there is one specific game that I always bring up that I felt like we should have won. It's no Clay Thompson, no Draymond Green, no Steph Curry. That was regular season, though. We got blown out. That was regular season, You though. know how many games we missed the playoffs by? By one. Yes. Danny, you're like literally proving all my I, points I know, right now. And I you're know. fighting so I'm, hard I'm about this. But anyway, I will agree it with carried you on all over. Of that. It carried over. All that, all that that we talked about, all that strength, all that hunger for missing that bubble, uh, you know, the bubble playoffs, it did carry over because it lasted yes. only two months. The hunger was still fresh, and man, they're hungry. Yeah, and it's it's right to want to know that you're gonna go in there and you're gonna win, but you can't expect it all. That you can't you can't just go in there. Not think that you're not going to play hard, you're not going to put in the effort, and you're still going to come away with the win. Well, I'm not saying that's what we I'm talked about that, earlier about yeah. underestimating teams, and that's what we're going about. That's what we were talking about. No, 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 no. I, I get you, I get you, and, and I'm gonna stop you right here because that's not where I'm going with this. My, my expectation is not that they go undefeated the rest of the season, it's that there's no one you, you're gonna go face to face with and say, you know what, I believe we can beat them. Well, you should. I mean, regardless if 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 you're uh, undefeated or zero and twelve, you should go in knowing that you're gonna. You, well, feeling that you're gonna win every game, right, Kenny? If you're an athlete, you go into every game thinking you're gonna win, right? You have to. I mean, and it's it's it's. Uh, I think the biggest problem with and kind of a touchback on like playing down to your competition is it's. I don't think that there's athletes going in there saying, oh, I'm not, we're not going to win this game. I think it's, it's team cohesiveness. I think there's just not – I think every player wants to win, but they're not gelling together as much as they should against the uh, – you know, against the, the teams full that they 100% need to be. effort yeah. isn't there from everybody, right? Right, exactly. Yeah. So I, I, I think that, yeah, every, every athlete goes into a game saying, I'm going to win this game, but then uh, they're just on different – different uh playing field i guess you can say against certain teams but um yeah i think the i i am gonna agree with danny on this one i think the, the suns are, are showing themselves to be the team to beat this year and uh i think that that's that's saying something because our record's good don't get me wrong i mean we've had some easy games we've had some tough games our record's good but at the same time it's like you know every sun fan in the back they're their mind right now, their brain's itching because they know, like, well, okay, when's the collapse coming? Exactly. Uh, now, okay, but that's going to start getting erased, and that's part of that winning mentality. That's part of the, that they themselves have. So, yes, yeah. Suns fans, out of, out of you know, just the pattern that we've always seen, yes, we are saying when we would normally be saying when is the collapse coming, but you're not getting that aura from this year. And no, I, I totally you're not agree. you're not getting into that. Doubt. We're playing hard, but yeah. at the end, at, and, and, at the end of the day, we have to keep this effort up. Yes, we do. But uh, so so before before you get into keep going, is most of the time it starts happening when you meet a dominant team at the other end, and they kind of punch you back into reality, 
and that's where your season might slip. I believe we came across that hurdle with that Bucks game earlier this week. That was amazing. I don't agree. Like, I don't agree. How do you not agree? I c- you were the most hyped person in our fucking group chat, by the way. Yes. You, we, we were talking about, like, how do you not agree that this was the biggest hurdle that we just went through? They were supposed to, like, knock us into sense. Like, you're not a winning team. This is the biggest hurdle that we're going through right now. And that's why I don't think that because we're going through the biggest hurdle we're going through right now. And uh, we're, we're winning. And yeah, and, but I, the Bucks. But I that, think the Bucks are super overrated. I think Wait, the Bucks are super overrated, bro. I, bro, I honestly don't think. I think, yo, the Bucks suck, dude. I'm sorry, like the Bucks are not that good, man. I think they're super overrated, and I think if they ever make it to the championships, whoever comes across them, it's gonna be a four game sweep. Jesus, Whoa, like, bro, the Bucks are first. not good, bro. I just. They have they have a superstar and yeah. and mind you in so ladies and gentlemen let me put myself out there I told myself in my head I was just like dude all we gotta do is guard all we gotta do is guard everybody let Giannis do what he's doing let him score all we gotta do is hit stop but I had text the whole group and I said hey bro if we just contain Giannis we got this. <laughs> I was obviously wrong. Giannis went off for 47 points is what exactly what we wanted. But we won. We yeah. won that game. Kept everyone else down and for the most part. Bucks are 16-9, and nine, by the way. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. And, bro, they're, they're, they're kind of – I don't know a team to put out there that's like that. But, the, uh, no, the Dodgers. They're just like the Dodgers. They're great. Oh they're they're great. Just, like, just like the regular season, they're fantastic in the regular season. They don't make Dodgers, it to the final. They don't make it to the play. Dodgers made it to the final. <laughs> and, and lost. Like, and lost, well, bro. I, dude, I you know, lose all the time. That's like saying that the oh 90s Bills were bad because they lost four Super Bowls. Uh, yeah, they, they lost a big game, but to get there year after year after year. They're consistent at losing, yeah. bro. That's, con- that, hey, hey, that's consistent losing. And the Dodgers losing. won one. That's consistent <laughs> losing. I don't remember that. No, but, but, I don't, but that's playoffs. We're talking about like regular season right now, man. I just I'm just I I'm very yeah, happy for the Suns and no one's more happy for the Suns than me. <laughs> even though I don't sound like it. Yeah, I you just, don't you don't right now. Kind of uh well, he, he no he sounds like a, he I, sounds what like you a guys don't kind of pooping on the party. What you guys don't understand, like man, is, is the West is so deep. We're only can't we we're only like I think we're in we're in fourth place right now. Barely, by like half a game. If we lose this game, I think we drop down to like sixth, seventh. Eighth place, they're at 14 and 12. Fourth place, they're at 15 and 9. It's like a three-game swing. All I'm talking about is the consistency about everything. About the Suns being super consistent. That's all I care about. And I'm just, I'm very happy for us right now. I just, I, I just don't think the Bucks are just are, are that good. I don't think the Bucks were the team that gave us that, that. Uh, All right, but that if we, if we pull off this game against the Sixers, you will consider that looking, the Sixers right good. now. Yeah, so far I think the Sixers are 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 the toughest team that we played so far. But Speaking. that's another team. That's another thing why I haven't got super excited. This is hey, this is first half basketball, man. This is first yeah. half basketball, guys. 
And mind well, you, it's it's a, it's a three to two game swing between in the playoffs and out of the playoffs. And all I'm asking for, all I'm looking for, is consistency. That's all, right. all I'm trying to say with that. Is is I love what we're what what it's looking like, but some of these teams that we're playing, they're tricks of the eyes. All right, but so, you're seeing. But and let's be honest about it. That trick against Giannis, bro, he only beat him by one point. If he didn't miss, hey, hey, if he was a better shooter, hey, did you hear what Booker said about yeah, that? I did. I did. <laughs> We're in good shape. Like like Booker said, hey, I, he didn't say this directly, but in his mind, he was just like, hey, all day, baby, all day, baby. I'll let you have it. <laughs> <laughs> all day, baby. Oh. So man. to take something from what Jeremy said, uh, he said the Sixers have, are are going to be the biggest hurdle so far, the biggest. Uh, test I think um, early on this season he said it's first half basketball I'm not shitting on you Jeremy I I, I, I agree with you uh, just to give you a breakdown of this game the uh, Suns were outscored in the first quarter they barely outscored in the second in the second quarter outscored in the third quarter and are currently outscoring in the fourth, fourth quarter so they look like they do have more of a killer instinct than, than years past and also, by the way, just a quick caveat um, I, to any Philly fans that might be listening, you guys could have kept Mikael Bridges, and that's all I'm going to say. So, uh, <laughs> hey, hey, just, hey, just a quick fun reminder. Fun fact, his mom worked for the front office of the Philadelphia organization. I remember that. Yeah. They were talking about that. Yeah. His you mom worked for the front Oh, my God. That's terrible. Bring your kid to work, day. <laughs> nah, not, not here. There you go. Not here. I and, mean, they brought him there for, what, 20 minutes and then – <laughs> oh man Shit off baby No uh, yeah no I fucking love that guy What man. the Suns are doing right now man Is is just beautiful I love everything I I, I just um Consistency And Danny We we talk about this all the time Consistency Yep And uh One of the things that That, that you were talking about Consistency is that They have been getting Better At the At uh Starting the second half Who do you quarter. put that on? Chris Paul, of course, right? Yeah, I'm Agreed. not. I'm not Agreed. even going to give that uh, give that to Monty because you know, right? he, he like, was hey, there hey, last year. He and, was here last year, dude. Yeah, so yeah, and, no, and, right? and even then, like they 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 just kept on shitting the bed. Third quarter, they blew their 10, 15 point leads, whatever they had. Third quarter, they would just get erased. And now yep. Chris Paul, and I 100 percent put this on him, ladies and gentlemen. I don't think I've said this before on the show. I'm about to throw but, something um, at you right now. I wanted Chris ah! Paul like two years ago. So, Danny, continue. He, said, he says I've never said that before. I no, no, I, I just don't know if I if I have or or not oh, said, said this it. out loud. I think you said it like three times. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I've I've told uh, anyone. Yeah. Who, but no, yeah. yes, it. He is definitely the catalyst of this <laughs> new kind of attitude and new kind of energy that the Suns are bringing out in the third quarter because he has seen it happen a couple of times, and I guarantee. He has been pissed off. He brings swag. What the yep. fuck happened out there? Hey, can you kind of see why, though, like, people don't, uh, he doesn't get along with people? Yeah. Right? And, and I think kind of see it a little bit, huh? But other people got to just suck it up. And hey, you know why? Because, hey, hey, he knows what it takes to you win. Want, you want to win or not? He's been there. Exactly. He's been yeah. there. Unfortunately, he's yeah. never, I don't think he's ever been to the finals. But, bro, he's led a team. 
He's led the team by himself. You know what I'm saying? And now that he has help, he sees something. And I think that's why he's on uh, Aiden so much. Because he, he knows. He's like, bro, I see something in you. And Aiden's got nothing and but if better. I get if I get what I need from you, we're there. Yeah. And you know what? Aiden, Aiden, he, Aiden even admitted. Aiden admitted. He was just like, yeah, it's kind of annoying. But, bro, I just, you got to, you know, you got to take it in. Yeah. Got, he just wants me to get better. He just wants me to learn. And, uh, yeah, no, I'm going to take that information and I'm going to process it and, and fix my game. And you know what? I just, I, I'm not going to do it yet. But I may or may uh, not. I may or may not have to owe that man a very lengthy apology. Uh, I love it. I very, love it. very lengthy apology with what he's brought. I mean, I want to say, what do you want to say? The last. Seven games, seven maybe? eight games, yeah, seven eight games, yeah. We'll go seven. The last seven eight games. Well, since this winning streak started, okay, not a streak, but I, I believe they've taken seven of eight games, something like that. So, so I mean, they're they're on a hell of a run. run even run. even the games we lost, I mean, the fifteen sixteen boards that he's putting up a game is yep. just is way different is than everything else he's been doing. And uh, Kenny, I know I know you're not getting the Suns uh, action out there, but um. What's the what, what's the talk on the Nuggets? That's one of our biggest rivals out there. I mean, they're they're always going to be at the top of the West right now, especially if they got Joker and Murray right now. Uh, what's the rumblings going on out there? It's uh, it's not much to be honest with you. I mean, uh, I, I think that uh, um, you know, I don't. I truthfully, I don't know a lot of people, and I still have my uh, I still have my YouTube TV set to Phoenix settings, uh, so I don't. <laughs> So I don't I don't catch uh, all, all the uh, the the news on on the, the local teams out here, um, but I know that it's uh you know everybody believes in the Nuggets out here, but they're more it, I feel like this this town is more of a hockey town. So I wish I could speak confidently on that, but transparently I can't. So no, we're all good, Kenny. Uh, <laughs> hey man, we know you got to go ahead and go, man. Let's get your final thought in, please. Yeah, man. Uh, you guys might hear my kid. He just woke up from a nap right now, so pardon me if you hear that. But uh, final thoughts, and I and I spoke about this the last. Couple By the way, episodes. before you go on, Kenny, I'm sorry, but us we follow we follow you because we're all friends to do. You got to put that kid on social media. Put him on the Sticks and Kid podcast. You got Kenny's son out there in skates, ready to go in the snow. A hockey stick, ready to fucking punch the teeth out <laughs> of any other toddler taking away his milk. Right. No, he's a he's an animal. Uh, he <laughs> hey, me fun fact: thirty three years old, don't know how to ice skate. Wow. Never. I'm hey from the East Coast. Lived there sixteen, seventeen years of my life. Never been on ice skates. That's, that's interesting. That's got to change. I would have expected you, you to change to do that. It, <laughs> yeah, we'll have our own pickup game, and I'll be like Wayne Gretzky out there. But ah. it, it, you know, you got you guys will make me feel really good. I'm just kidding. No. I'd be like the Bash no, brothers out there, bro. I've seen my <laughs> <Yeah>. ducks. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Flying me, baby. That's uh, all you gotta do. Um but yeah, like no, my... <laughs> <laughs> like Pacific Rim. Doesn't that sound like an underwater porno? All right, uh, Kenny, it was nice. Deep, you? deep impact. <laughs> yeah, my my final thoughts my final thoughts are and I and I spoke about this a couple episodes ago. Scarface. I think that <laughs> I think that uh, uh, it's uh, this is going to be one of the most interesting, intriguing years in Arizona sports. Just because I feel like every team 
has improved their roster um, to a certain degree. Um, and I think that, uh, you know, the Suns got more skill and leadership. The Coyotes got more grit, which is what they were missing. Um, they already have good pieces in place. Uh, the Diamondbacks, I'm not going to say anything about because uh, I'm a Dodgers fan. Go Dodgers, go blue. Um, uh, <laughs> and asterisk. Then, yeah, and, <laughs> <laughs> whatever. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, this will be the most interesting year in sports uh, for in Arizona, I think. And uh, it, it's going to see how it all. It's going to be fun to see how it all plays out. But again, I appreciate you guys. I'm uh, I'm very happy to, uh, that I was able to make it on. Uh, me and my son are going to have a couple brews together and uh, <laughs> right. and watch the Coyotes. Uh, hopefully, beat the beat the Blues in their purple jerseys tonight. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Thanks a lot, Kenny. We'll talk to you later, bro. All right, talk to you later. Be good. All right, and that was Kenny that uh, joined us for, for the first part of the show. Like before we kick it off and before we end it right here, Jeremy, we just uh, right now watching the game live. Just finished uh, winning this game against 76ers. As you just said, the toughest obstacle that we've had to come across this year over the Bucks, and I will agree with you. This this win right here is definitely more important than the one against the Bucks, especially the way that we played, the way that we finished, and like the way that we just took the court. So, what can you tell me about this win right here against Seventy Sixers? Well, I appreciate you. I wasn't sure if you guys were going to agree with me at all today. It's not like I was trying to disagree with you guys. I just it just it, shit it, hey, that's the way it Whatever. happened today. Uh, you know what? For uh, having one of the top three MVP front runners on their team. This was a great win for the Suns. We went ahead and took care of Joel Embiid. I mean, he actually did his thing tonight. I mean, you know, he's going to score. That's what he's yeah, going to do. He's, you're not 35 points. And you know what? Let what? him have it. If it means – go ahead. This is your point. Go ahead. No, no, no. You're right. Let him have it, right? Let him get his points. But only eight rebounds. Yep. Only eight rebounds. We were We went ahead and stopped his defense – I mean, he's always going to be a presence in the paint, but stopping him from getting those boards, I mean, they went ahead only had 35 boards to the Suns' 32 boards, unfortunately. So, yeah, no, I mean, but look at uh, Chris Paul almost with a triple-double, 18 points, 10 assists, 8 boards. Devin freaking Booker. I know we lost him for, uh, I believe it was two to three games with that injury. Probably, yeah. I think it was more than that. That, that damn hamstring. Wish. Yeah, that damn hamstring. But you know what? I love that. Uh, no, no. Hey, take your time. Yep. Take your time. We want you back. We don't want you coming back at 70%. We don't want you. I want we you want back you at risking it. 100% ready to play. Devin Booker came out, balled out. He wants to show everybody that he wants to move up in the all-star voting. I believe he's eighth, maybe sixth right now. He's trying to move up from sixth. And, uh, yeah, no, he went ahead and put in a performance of 36 points, 3 from 5 from 3 points, 14 for 23 from the field. I mean, yeah, no, he was just all over the place tonight. It was kind of good. Uh, unfortunately, we weren't able to see the whole game because, you know, we were here uh, with the studio trying to record this beautiful masterpiece for you guys. Yeah. But, um, hey, we were able to see the other five games. And, uh, Danny, what were the uh, five wins? Go ahead, point them out for me, please. So right now the uh, on this five game winning streak we started off beating the Pistons and that was right before that was right after the uh, unfortunate Pelicans loss where uh, yeah, we course. thought that was a uh, honestly that was a test for me in my opinion because uh, the uh, small forward matchup because with uh, yep, Zion, Zion yep. and uh, Ingram 
I was trying to see how we were going to do there. Unfortunately, we didn't fare well. But I believe Booker didn't play that game. It, it was it was a bad loss. No, I, no, no, he did play that game. That was the bad part. Yeah, no, damn, that does hurt. So, yeah, we went ahead and lost that game, but we followed it up with a... So we got that first win against Pistons, 109-92. Followed up that Sunday, Super Bowl Sunday, 100-91 to against the Celtics. That was a great game. Great showing. Yep. Great showing. Great showing right there. Monday night, followed that up, uh, 119-113 win against the Cavaliers. Uh, Cavaliers who didn't have all their pieces, but they're like, they're a sneaky team. Like, they're, you can't they're count sneaky. them out. They are yeah. sneaky. Just like the Pistons. The Pistons, uh, they went ahead and beat a lot of high-quality teams this year. But, unfortunately, they're not able to go ahead and turn it into a winning record. Weird team. Yep, that's exactly the differences. And sidebar. Cavaliers just have this rap for the weirdest haircuts in the NBA. Oh man, don't they? I mean it's all of them. Hey, hey do are we gonna call those haircuts or <laughs> are we gonna call that like non haircut? I mean they I don't know, they bro. it 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 just doesn't seem like they have a barber yeah. on the sideline. There's just always that one guy on one team, but these guys got like a whole team of them. <laughs> but we digress. Whatever we beat them, and uh, of course that impressive victory uh, against the Bucks. One point victory right here at uh, at our home stadium. First, the first time the Phoenix Suns got to play um, against. Uh, no, no, they had fans. They had fans. No, I was going to uh, when we played against fans was the game against the Boston Celtics, yeah, which that, I believe that was that was just a healthcare. Over. That was just a healthcare worker game. But you skipped over that game, I believe you did. That's oh. that's part of the run. Yeah, that was a Super Bowl win. Ah, you did say Super Bowl win. You're correct. Ah, you didn't say Boston Celtics. Excuse me. I apologize, ladies and gentlemen. And then, of course, right now, we just finished off 120 against 111 against the uh, the 76ers. And the biggest hurdle has been challenged, has, has been won. We got the Magic, the Nets, and the Pelicans coming up right here. All right. How do you, uh, I want to go three and three. I think we have the team to go three and three. Well, you mean three and oh. Oh, three, four, three. I'm sorry. Oh, God. Oh, that's three what I three. Okay. Three, four, three. I, I, 100%. You want to go 100%, huh? I, I think so. Like, I, I know, like, I'm not going to call e- any of these teams pushovers. Mm-hmm. But I think with what we've shown against the Bucks and then against the 76ers right now. I think that uh, as a Suns fan, I think we showed that we can score. Yeah. I think we're a scoring team. The biggest test for us is going to be to stop a scoring team. And let's be honest about it. Uh, the Brooklyn Nets, that's going to be the t- – I mean, three superstars or three superstars, no matter which way you look at it. And then uh, DeAndre Aiden versus DeAndre Jordan, that's going to be a very interesting matchup. Uh, DeAndre Jordan isn't the guy that he used to be, I know that. But uh, DeAndre Aiden is definitely a guy coming up, and I would love to see him bully that man. And uh, yeah, no. Can we score with some of the best? And that's gonna that's gonna be the biggest test coming up. And that's why I keep saying it because um, this year is gonna be a year full of tests. I'm I we played the Clippers, I believe, uh, in the beginning of the season. I believe we beat them. I'm not. I'm not. Don't don't quote me on that. One second, ladies and gentlemen. Daddy has the schedule out for us. Look, we lost against the Clippers. Ah, okay. what was the score? 112-107. Ah, okay. That's not that was, a bad That score. was the first game that we played against them this year. That same Clippers team that we played that beat us is not going to be the same Clippers team that we play coming up in the, you know, in the March, coming up um, close to playoffs, April. 
Remember when we at went ahead same, and uh, at the same beat time, Golden now, State? At the same time, that was early in the season, so the Suns are not going to be the same team that they played. Exactly. Yep. Does that make us better, though? That's my point. I think Who, so. Hey, I think so. Because there's a lot of teams, that, and, and they talk about this in football all the time. The team that you played in week three isn't the same team. Yep. You know, and, and, and that's true. It, you know, when time progresses, you guys get chemistry. You guys get, get a system. You guys get a routine going. Um, yeah, no, regardless, I know a lot of people, some people hate routines. But, yeah, no, routines, they, they bring down practice. You know, yep. they bring down consistency. And, yeah, no, that's what teams want. They're not going to be the same teams that we play. So that's exactly. why – what are the biggest tests come up? It's, it's the, the biggest tests for the Suns are going to come week by week for me. And that's because we are just establishing ourselves. This We haven't been established. So there's not people looking at the calendar, looking at the Suns like, oh, yeah, we got to watch out for that team. We haven't made it there yet. But we are – Making a name for ourselves. And people are starting to look at that. Look at the calendar and think about it. But they're not circling that game like, all right, hey, this is going to be a good game. This is a game we have to watch out for. They're not watching out for us like that yet. Danny, what's your bar about that? I think think the exact opposite. I think that people are now starting to see, you know what? We need to watch out. We need to plan ahead. We need every scouting report we have on Booker, Paul, Bridges, Aiden, you know, all these guys that are coming out and playing monster games right now. Um, we Aiden may not go, you know, get 20 rebounds a game. You know, Booker's not going for 40 points a game. You know, uh, Paul's not getting, you know, 20 assists a game. But all together, they're getting it done and putting it together. A team is better than a superstar. And we may not have that front-runner MVP candidate superstar on our team, but we do have a team. Bold prediction for the Suns right now. Over the next uh, over the next week, or or just overall? playoffs. How how deep do we go? Well, okay, wait, all right. Playoffs. Do we make it? Yes or no? Obviously, without a doubt. How deep do we go? Realistically, we make it to the Western Conference Finals. I can say that realistically, I, yes, I think I realistically can say that. the I, Western Conference because finals. this is not a Suns team that's going to go in at no at number eight seed. You know, just clinching out a little victory right here. You know, this this is not a team. This team is going to go four, maybe three. That's how much I believe in this team right now. Against who? <sighs> I can see them going against the Nuggets. Right? Yeah, dude. I can see I that see, game okay, happening. But, okay, so and uh, I, I would love a seven-game series I with see, Djokovic against Aiden. I see the Western Conference semifinals. I see the Nuggets and uh, as a Suns fan, I want to say six, but I see the Nuggets in five. Realistically, semi-conference finals, whoever we have in the first round. We take them down. We right. take them down hard. That's I what I see. Yep. You see that? Yep. You see finals, and you said nuggets. I see finals. Yep. What do you got? For the finals, uh, some strange part of me is just just saying four, four and two. 
that four we, and two. That we so six. Yeah, I like it. I like oh. it, ladies and gentlemen. You heard it here first. Uh, as you can tell, we are hopeful on the Suns. I mean, we expect. We not necessarily. But we know there's limitations. There are limitations. We know what we're getting into, but um, Monty. This isn't his first time around the wheel, and I think that's the difference between the uh, Sun season and the Cardinal season. Um, there was a rookie driving the car, and uh, yeah, no, I don't think the Suns made the same mistake. I think they went ahead and got a, got a whoa, veteran whoa, driver. Whoa, whoa, First of all, they made the same mistake four years in a row before Monty got here. They had four years in a row of rookie head coaches. So just because you didn't make the same mistake five times in a row does not mean you did not make the mistake. I disagree. How do you disagree? We're not talking about last year. We're talking about this year. And that's where we're going with the situation. <laughs> that's where I'm going with it. What I'm talking about is I'm talking about Monty Williams being a better coach than Cliff Kingsbury. Without but a doubt. that's not where I was going with this situation. That's not where I was going okay. with it. But you made me point that uh. out. You made me point that out. All right. Okay, you, and you agree that Monty is a better. Yeah. Yes, I. I that's agree my. You, I don't know why you made me bring that. I did, I didn't want to bring that up. All I was just trying to say is that the Suns were smarter this year than they were in the past five years. They got. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah that's yes. the thing. That I I can't call someone smart for that if you've already made the mistake four times in a row, and then just to not make that for the fifth time. You can't call. Well, it now smart. wait a minute. Now wait a minute. Are are this segment? Are we going after management or we're going after? <laughs> are we going after the Suns? Because those are two different. I mean, I know, I know the guy who owns the team. Necessarily, I like the guy. Same thing with the GM. So that's what I'm asking you. Are, are, are we going after the guy who owns the team or are we talking about the team? We're talking about team. All right, All right. then. So All right. then you need to stop. Very happy about with what we got going on. I mean, let's be honest about it. This year, though, I mean, they they made the right choice. Yeah, you know, and and Monty Williams, he is progressing. He is showing that he is taking this team to an. And even you agree. Yeah. Even and and that's what I'm trying to say. I know the last couple years they bonded. Obviously, yeah, no, but that's on management. We're talking about the team that we care about, our, our team, our players, our, you know, the coach. And I think this guy, I think this guy got it right. I think this guy has him in a good place. I think he has their heads in the right spot. And it looks like, it looks like they can stay consistent. And that's all we ask, and that's all that we can, we can possibly get out of this team. So, let's go ahead and root for them and make sure that they got a they got a good ending to the season. Uh, just real a quick, quick recap. one thing, real quick. Go ahead. Last year we had 19 wins. We're at 16. That'll do. I think we're doing. <laughs> That'll do. Uh, Go ahead, Danny. Close this up, baby. Uh, okay. Well, just a, a quick uh, update on uh, further basketball talk. Phoenix Mercury. They have traded with the Liberty for uh, Kia Nurse coming out. 24 years old, already an all-star, and has a lot more to give to this league. I know for a fact Huge that this, pickup. this was the number one target for the Phoenix Mercury front office. Like this is this is the 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 player they wanted to get. They gave up their uh first round pick this year, which is a sixth overall. And then um three years in the league. She's already been an all-star. Yep. Great move by the Phoenix Mercury. 
Yes, yes, sir. And uh, with that deal, we also get Ma- uh, Megan Walker from the Liberty. So uh, she she might be a dark horse. Let's see. You know, uh, I like to think of her the way that Nader came to the Suns. It's like the big ticket was Paul, uh, Chris Paul. Well, hey, well, we also got hey, with Nader. I can play ball, too. Yeah, and so, you know, so we like, would love to see. Uh, let's be honest about what's going on with Nader. I mean, he has shown flashes of what he's doing. Yep. So, yeah, let's hope that she can go ahead and... Uh, yeah, no, and show uh, us be, that. Be uh, a dark yeah. horse in the exactly, like, hey, yeah. I, I'm here too. I'm about to ball out too. So, yeah, we gave up that uh, that first round and uh, for this year and next year's uh, also first rounder. So, the 27th overall, I believe. No, 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 no. That's, that's, that's the other trade. So, uh, so two first rounds for yeah, those yeah, two yeah. players. No, no, that's the next trade that we're have about to get into. Nurse next to Diana Taurasi, who's confirmed back, of course. Next to Great re-signing. Skylar Diggins Smith. Who just balled out in the bubble? She's one of the greatest signs that the Phoenix, the Phoenix uh, Mercury's oh, had in last year. She's years. a baller, and isn't she? with the not confirmed but close to confirmed return of Brittany Griner. I was just gonna say, I was like, oh, is she my coming? Goodness. We got, we uh, like, we got a team, and we are going for number four. We right. are going so, for hey, that championship are, are you on, again. Are you on Griner watch? I am definitely on Griner. No, all right, I'm a, we're on Griner. We watch, are, ladies we're still, and just to confirm. Like, like I said, it, it's almost a done deal, but I don't want to say anything like that yet until it's actually official. So I'm very, very excited. Uh, they will play next season inside of the Suns Arena. So uh, I know last year they were scheduled to to do their season, possibly this year too, in the Arizona Memorials uh, Veterans Memorial Coliseum, which is. Of course, the Madhouse and McDowell. I was so looking forward to watching them just for the nostalgia of that venue that uh, the, both the Suns and the Mercury have shared in the past. But construction has come a long way uh, with with everything going on in the Project 201 Suns Arena renovation. No, it's not done. Yes, they are playing in there. Yes, we do have a lot of the new things in it. But there's still work to be done. It was scheduled to continue into the next year. With the renovations already uh, improved to a point where they can move in, they are going to be there next year. So no no Coliseum basketball for us. Kind of a bummer, but they get to be in. Sorry, I was looking for the boo. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm new to the board. That's but the didn't pick. that fit? That still it, fit because we worked. all we you, right we, <laughs> hey, hey, hey. we want to be there and we want to watch ball. Yep. Um, now so, that he was talking about uh, arena watch, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'm supposed to be on uh, Phoenix Rising uh, Arena breakdown Tempe. Hang on, we're gonna close with that. It's still there. <laughs> All right, I guess you close with That's that. That's what I got. And uh, just this morning, uh, Ivana Turner was traded to the Atlanta Dream for a third round pick, number 27 overall. Uh, this was definitely a move to clear cap space. We do need to, that, that was a, a bit of an issue, especially with the superstars that Phoenix Mercury carry with them all season. Um, so, I mean, people loved it. Ivana Turner, she, she was definitely one of one of fan favorites. The coaching staff did say that they really did not have a place for her in this lineup. And you know, with the lineup as stacked as we have right now, I it's, think it's, it's understandable. And I'm glad that they said, you know, we'd rather have her try to earn a starting spot in another team because she deserves to play. She is a baller, and and I do like the move. I, uh, m- me personally, I think it was a, a cap space, you know, trying to clear. So, uh, yeah, no, that's why we went ahead and traded for the pick. But, uh, no, we wish her the best of luck. And, no, she is a baller. She's definitely going to get a spot somewhere. Yep. I cannot wait for the WNBA season to get underway. And I truly believe this is this is number four for the Phoenix Mercury. Woo! And hey. I, oh, my goodness. Lock it in? I, 
Let's just go ahead and lock it in oh, right now. Place the Danny, bet. It is sent. Lock it, it is in. in. Without hey, hey uh, without the Brittany Griner confirmation. Without it, yeah, I think I think so because because. It, All it, right. It, it well, is, Kia Nurse, Skyler Diggins, say, Diana Taurasi. I'm not going to say it's a win-win, but if we don't have Brittany Griner playing for us, we're going to get a sweet package for her. All right. In any kind of trade that we do, so I, I it's so it's a win-win. Kind of, you know, for me, I would definitely love to have her here. Her size and her strength, just making her way to the rim. I, I, I she's she's just she's such an asset. She's, she's a beast. An hey, hey, hey. she's team. an asset to every team that she has. And uh, former number one yeah, overall hey, pick, ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here on Sticks and Kicks and Sports all together. WNBA. Yes, Phoenix sir. Mercury. All right, and just to close this out, we do have a bit of Phoenix Rising news, and that is the Lamar Hunt Open Cup. Their format has been revealed. The Open Cup is, of course, one of the oldest, the, the, I think the oldest soccer tournament to be held in the United States uh, from all divisions, you know, MLS, second division, third tier, fourth tier, whatever it is that may be, teams come from all over. And... Um, Phoenix Rising has not had the best luck in there. We have been eliminated twice early on. We don't have huge runs in the cup, and that's kind of what this team has been built for. With this new kind of a format that the uh, Open Cup has come out with, with these COVID regulations, they don't want to drag out the tournament too long because, of course, it is a year-long thing. thing is a, one of the longest tournaments there is around. They are going to close down, I believe, it's 16 teams. And Phoenix Rising is eligible to be chosen as one of those teams to get in and, uh, you know, try to fight for it. Of course, with the grand prize being uh, a monetary prize, I believe it's 250000 if not $300,000 so for the club. So you're telling me there's a chance. Yes, sir. All right. So apart from that, apart from that monetary prize, which, of course, every, every club wants, and uh, it's quite a bit of money if you're in the USL, let's be honest. But apart from that, the champion of the Open Cup gets a spot in the CONCACAF, you know, Champions League. And just, just to be a part of that, to have... Imagine having the Phoenix Rising on an international stage like that. What would that say about other Valley Sports? <laughs> I mean, hey, hey, anything we can do in Valley Sports to raise the bar, let's go ahead and get that done. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Phoenix Rising has been like a, a pioneer... Ever since uh, Dollar Beer Wednesdays. So if they can go ahead and just add a nice championship. Well, it's Dollar to Friday. Just so happens that the one you went to was on a Wednesday. Ladies and gentlemen, it was Dollar Beer Wednesday. So <laughs> I was there and it was a Wednesday. So that that's whatever he says is wrong. But, hey, to add a championship to that Dollar Beer Friday, Wednesday, yeah. that'd be great. Oh, yeah. And, of course, like you said, Stadium Watch. Uh, you're saying the stadium is still up over there in uh, – McClintock? Yes. All right. But we do have updates on the new stadium, which is the grass, the training pitch, and the new grass has been put in. Got its first uh, cut today. They're starting to get that nice pattern in, you know. Dude, you, you, you just... Why is your stadium watch better than my stadium watch? I mean, yeah. there's... I mean, why are they... <laughs> hey, 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 hey. It, it takes them forever to tear it down. It's but, it, you know, the grass is growing over here, so, you know, <laughs> they're focusing on this part hey, right now. Hey, so what you're saying is the grass is greener on the other side? Ah, that's exactly what I'm saying. Ah, that's it. Ladies and gentlemen, I got it. <laughs> All right, so, I mean, I, I, things are looking good. Stands are starting to go up. Uh, this, this stadium, I, I have 100% confidence. It'll be ready by the time the first, uh, first game comes around for the USL Championship. 
uh, in a few months right here. And I just, I absolutely can't wait. Dude, we are going to have some good times out there in the stadium. Casino right down the road. We're hoping. We're hoping. Yeah. We're just, hey, just as long as, uh, you know, uh, everything is good and we, we fans are in attendance, we get back to normalcy. We're all looking forward to joining that stadium and uh, streaking on that grass. <laughs> ah! We didn't get into it. We, we didn't. didn't we didn't. I'll get into it real quick. Let's just uh, go ahead. Just, just to end, just to no, end the show. Let's end it with the, hey, so everybody knows if you watch the Super Bowl streaker, he went ahead and streaked on the field. Uh, there's a deeper story to that yes. where he actually bet. He bet uh, was fifty grand. Do you he remember how a, much he, he bet? He and a buddy put in fifty thousand dollars. Him and a buddy put in fifty thousand dollars that there that there would be a streaker on the field. Uh, the bet was gonna pay out three hundred and seventy five or three hundred seventy four thousand dollars. Seventy five, yeah. So he went ahead and paid to get to the Super Bowl somehow, and he streaked on field. It looks like he's not going to get that payout after all. Yeah, unfortunately, um, his big mouth, uh, the, they have not paid him out. He went to cash it in, and I think his big mouth has circulated around the Internet, and it doesn't look like he's uh, – he, it's kind of like um, – it's kind of like if you're a ba- – like shaving points – if you're a basketball player and like you bet on your team to lose and then you kind of you're on the field and you know you miss yeah. your free that's kind of what it's like to say there's not going to be a streaker on the field and then you become the streaker. But that's not fair. What the fuck? You, it, you, there it, was nothing in the rules. There that said- is rules. There are rules. There are bet rules. Show me the rule that said I cannot be the streaker on my own bet. I'm I'm not the one that's losing so. 374 million, so I don't have to show you. I was rules. so happy for the guy because I he, was because he got three 375. He paid a thousand in bail to get out. He could he has a maximum because I believe he got charged with trespassing. You guys could correct me in the we comments. We talked about if the, I'm yeah, the max in Florida yeah, yeah, yeah. was five grand. We because we looked it up. We actually you waited. looked it up. We did. I, I did a deep dive and like I need to know what it is because uh, correct me if I'm wrong. He did his homework. But the only thing he got charged with, I believe, is trespassing, which in Florida carries a penalty of a $500 fine and 60 days in jail. And if you're telling me that that is what it takes for me to get $374,000, sign me up. I will take that all day. I'm pretty sure he got an NFL ban, though. That's fine with me. I know. I know. I'm just saying. I'm pretty sure he got an NFL. But anyway, um, yeah, no. Um, If you want. We'll go ahead and keep watch on this, but uh, yeah, no. So far, he has not been paid out. So yeah. Uh, well, that is a terrible way to end the show because now I'm gonna feel bad for the guy all day. I've like this guy has been my hero for the past 48 hours. I cannot believe you just did this to me. Danny, final thoughts. Well, after you just put me in this mood, I don't know if I have any final thoughts. On football, on betting, on any of this. But I will say that I'm looking forward to the Phoenix, uh, to the Arizona Coyotes beating up on uh, these Blues tonight. I think they can do it, and I think they can really send a message to the rest of the NHL that we are here to win, and we are here to win right now. doesn't matter what we've been through. It doesn't matter, like, what he who must not be named left us with. So I think think they're ready to send that message that they're going to be a winning team from now on. Phoenix Suns. They are sending message every single every single time that they put they get onto that court. I think that's going to continue, and I cannot I cannot wait to see what 
the tra- trade deadline brings because even though the Suns are not in any major conversations, there has been notes that, you know, teams are, might be starting to, like, reach out. All right. Well, we'll go ahead and uh, definitely keep note on that because if anything I watch, I definitely watch Phoenix Suns basketball. So we'll definitely keep watch on that. Uh, my final thought uh, on everything today was, uh, yeah, nah, just uh, ladies and gentlemen, keep watching sports, man. As you can tell, we're very passionate. We love it here. And uh, we thank you for listening. Go Suns. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And uh, thank you guys so much. I Oh, wait, wait, wait. And before we go, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to be sharing this on our social media also. Anyone who is a Arizona Diamondbacks fan, anyone's ever been to an Arizona Diamondbacks game, and sometimes even around other arenas, he has seen the Lemonade guy. And you guys know exactly who I'm talking about. Lemonade, lemonade, like grandma made. Our guy who has won the 2015 Vendor of the Year in all Major League Baseball is now facing serious health concerns. He himself will now reach out. And if you guys have not read the story, we'll try to share that also. He put his own wife through college to get her through everything. Uh, try to get uh, as much as he can. Always been a hardworking man and now needs our help battling with his uh, health problems ever since he lost his health insurance due to the global pandemic we're sending we're gonna go ahead and share that gofundme ah man i'm just rooting for this guy yeah I no I, guy. I remember him it's my man lemonade lemonade yes. like grandma made unfortunately he is facing some hard times danny we uh yeah definitely we're gonna shout him out uh we're gonna go ahead and put the links on our uh social media um guys if you can appreciate it understandable uh, everybody's going through it tough. Danny, go ahead and shout out the uh, links. Yep, that's definitely going to be uh, the links. Well, will the be social media on the, on the social medias. You guys can find us at Sticks and Kicks, Sticks dot Kicks on Instagram, Sticks Kicks one on Twitter, and of course Sticks Kicks, Sticks and Kicks on Facebook, where you guys can find us and all of our content. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. I have been your host, Danny Orona, Jeremy Griffin, with me, Kenny Mitchell, all the way from Colorado. Thank you guys for helping us out make sure you guys share comment like whatever you need to just get your friends listening really help us out to give you guys the best sports content on radio today